0: And welcome back to the Shidebreaker podcast. This is episode six of Mistborn Well of Ascension. We read chapters twenty eight through thirty three this week. I am your host. Oh, wait, it was, I thought it was thirty six. Uh huh. I, I am your host, Midnight, and I am here with Darkness. Hello, and Mythic.
1: Hello,
0: pauses. <laughs> yeah,
1: there was a pause because I didn't realize I was going to get announced first.
0: Yeah, mix it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: Mm -hmm,
0: mm -hmm. I like to mix it up. Alright, so we started part three this week, which was called King, which I'm sure you guys can figure out why. (laughs) So, the first we have the epigraph, which was, He left ruin in his wake, but it was forgotten. He created kingdoms and then destroyed them as he had made the world anew. Uh, So what do you think about the Hero of Ages making the world anew?
3: Sounds a lot like Racheck. I have a, a really big theory, too, by the end of this, so...
1: We'll try to remember that when I get to it when we get to it. Uh this is like at this point I slowly started like stirring off course and like I was like I don't even know who it's like if it were to be uh another what's it called? Hero of ages. Mm-hmm. Uh I I don't think I know who it would be anymore. <laughs>
0: You're completely yeah. lost now.
1: Yeah. Especially with the upcoming one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but this is the point where I was like, oh, okay, maybe I don't know who it's gonna be.
0: Uh, so we have Finn's point of view as the crew, Tindwell and Captain Demo discuss Ellen being deposed. Tindwell is extremely angry that Ellen wrote into the law that the assembly could overthrow the king. Ellen replies that he wrote it into the law on purpose because he believes that kings should be able to get ousted without bloodshed. <clears throat> uh, Vin finds herself thinking that she's a bit happy that Ellen isn't I mean, king. I agree with him, Shel. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> sorry, my voice is like fucked up today. Uh, she finds herself thinking that she's a bit happy that Ellen isn't king and wonders if they could go somewhere where, somewhere less complicated. Uh, so, do you think it was wrong for Ellen to write into the law that he, that a king can be ousted?
2: Yeah, they got quickly.
1: No, not at and all. Th- I think that's democracy. think you're doing something good. I think having one line of people just because, like you know, they're king and they're supposed to stay like that is like pretty much a bad idea. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think it. I think it's a good thing to have, uh, personally. But I, ca- I can see why in like the current time, like it's not very helpful. <laughs> but um, I I do agree that it, it was important to put in there that I mean, like,
2: yeah,
0: because I think he says that like even if like he wasn't the type to like uh like for force people to keep him in power, like he doesn't know like his de- like he doesn't think like his descendants should just automatically become king and stuff like that. To
2: well, be fair,
1: I I it's not that, in my opinion, it's not that it's, like, not helpful at the time. It's it's that he implemented it in a wrong direction. Mm. I mean, um, yeah. I mean, I think it like was a good direction. idea because uh, like, I, I feel like if he thought about it, he would have put at least, like, like, demanded time for, uh, how long they're supposed to be there before they're able to, like, the president stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm. So, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Are fine? I was i trying feel to. Like
2: wait. We can you. <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> I was, was going to say because um, honestly, I like the first worries. I worried, worried like, uh, oh my god! One of my first worries when he uh said he was having like that council thing or whatever it was like bribes and stuff.
2: <laughs>
1: mm. So I was like, if they just like, because that's how essentially they did it in the first book we read. If they just like sway each other's opinions before the council and stuff, like they're just gonna, you know, reach an ultimatum and just, you know, yeah, well, get what they want. (laughs) I think though, in all honesty, it was a it's a good thing to implement.
3: And he's really not doing what his duty as the king. Like that's why he has Tindal here helping him to do that. But like, Mm -hmm. to most people from the outside perspective, it was kind of a little too late. Like they've already lost faith in him so like I kind of would have seen it coming in general if I was him like especially since he wrote the law um, and I like the way that he when they finish or whatever when like he's it's being deposed he's like okay well in the law it has this also though this clause of if they don't find a king and all that stuff and like yeah he's I liked, really well. like that. he yeah, really it
2: well
0: yeah I like I
3: like the way he did it yeah I like the way he did it it was really good
0: yeah um so I also Godf- agree with
3: darkness they should do like a four-year thing or whatever
0: yeah, I feel like, um, or even just, like, in times, like, or at least a maybe war. he should have written into, like, considering all the turmoil that was happening, he should have at least written it, like, he, like, they can't vote in, like, a new king for, like, the first, like, year or two, or, like, couple, few years, so they have time to settle as a kingdom before, like, they yeah. start doing more of a de- democratic thing. Yeah, like, and he,
1: actually,
2: they
0: like, didn't know actually
1: anything else for the people, you know? Like, <laughs> cause, like, uh, what's I forgot who said it, but they're, like... It's not It's not going to be good if they go into the habit of overthrowing the next person, you know? No, not at all.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think Breeze, I think I bring that up, uh, Breeze brings that up, uh, actually, in, like, my next paragraph. But, yeah, like, you can't just, like, keep overthrowing people. There needs to be some sort of, like, waiting period. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, you shouldn't be voting in uh, someone who then you're just going to quickly oust again.
3: Have either one of you uh, listened or, like... Seen the Hamilton play?
0: No, I haven't.
3: That sucks. Okay, no. so in there, uh, Thomas Jefferson, the, the person who plays Thomas Jefferson, has a really good line of like uh, when somebody running against him back then, the person that ran against you, if they lost the second place, would become vice president. And so when they say that to him, he's like, Well, we can change that. Wonder why? Because I'm the president. So, like, same idea, like here, he, somebody
1: gets into a king and they're like, You know what? We can change that law yeah oh yeah i was gonna say like what just stops like the person ruling from changing the fact that they can be overthrown (laughs) there's probably a law written in there somewhere
0: yeah and we'll get to it later but i'm sure uh if if sec gets put into place he's gonna completely change up all that shit
3: (laughs) oh yeah he's gonna remove a lot of shit you know
0: yeah uh, but yeah, anyway, so uh, Dachshund then says they can't dwell in the past and ask what they're going to do now. Breeze also mentions that they already threw the government last year, and this is a bad habit to be getting into, so he uh-huh. briefly mentioned there. Uh, Doxen also brings up how the Assembly obviously met on purpose while El- Elend was meeting Straff, which I think uh, I brought up, and it was pretty pretty obvious from the end of last chapter that, yes, they obviously did this on purpose while he mm-hmm. was gone. Uh, the group then brings up how Elend should still be king and he has command over the army, uh, because Ham has command over the him. army.
3: I love I love Ham in that scenario. Him just <laughs> like, I'm not going to give him the goddamn army.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, however, Ellen says that the, that the law gives power to the assembly and that they won't assemble the army. He won't use the armies to pressure the assembly. Tindwell and Ham mm-hmm. try to insist, but Ellen states firmly he will not be belittled for his opinions no matter what Tyndwell thinks. Uh, so, mm-hmm. do you think that Ellen should have just agreed to let them take over the city with the army?
3: No. Not at all. I don't. I think Tyndall was very stupid in that regard. Just becoming another, uh, mad
1: king. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, you agree, Darkness?
1: Yeah, that was, like, my thoughts. I was like, why the fuck would he do that? Like, going back to the same fucking place they were before. And it's not even gonna help the, like, people who, like, find out about it or witness it, like, trust him and shit, so.
0: Yeah. He's just gonna be seen as, like, a tyrant.
3: Tyrant, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're gonna be putting- it, they're gonna be putting a tyrant on the throne sooner enough anyways, so...
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ellen then tells Doxon to write a letter to the Assembly, expressing disappointment in how the meeting with Straff went well. He then says he knows his law and they will get the throne back properly. Tinwell says Ellen is acting a bit naive, but he responds that no matter what she changes in him, he'll always do what he thinks is right, and that even if he can't get the throne back, he will continue to do what he can to help the kingdom. Ben thinks that there's no chance of running away then, but she can't help but think that this is one of the reasons she loves Ellen. She knows that he is a better king than Kelsier ever would have been. Uh, so do you agree that Ellen is a good king and a good person for how he's going about this situation?
3: I mean, for this situation? Sure.
0: Yeah, I just mean like how he's, he's like I, sticking to his I don't think he's morals.
3: a good person. Yeah, I was gonna say, I don't think he's a good person for to another him? reason. The, yeah, huh. yeah, Oh, well,
0: I, I guess, I think I know probably what you're referring to, which we'll get into later.
3: Okay. Maybe. <laughs> Ooh, Ellen? <laughs> Yeah, we'll see. yeah. I don't think Ellen's a really? good person for a different reason. Yeah, I
0: think Ellen's a good person, but oh,
3: okay, I, okay, I, okay. I, okay, I I just think he does very stu something very stupid. He has a couple num- number of stupid things, but that's something very stupid. And I'm like, eh, I don't know yeah, if he's I, such I, a good person. Yeah, I have a feeling or... I know what you're referring to. We'll, we'll get
0: to it. I think in the second
1: chapter. <laughs> yeah, to I'm last gonna wait. I'm gonna wait <laughs> to see what you guys are referring to before, because like I might have just like not relays that it's that bad or something uh like, i
0: th- i think I, I was gonna say i think what mythic's referring to is when he brings up during the assembly meaning vin being a weapon against Strachan.
3: yes yes and and like he's, he's contemplating the fact that it's a bad idea but yet he still does it okay, he's like, but, you know maybe oh, i shouldn't use my girlfriend as a you know like a fucking tool against this armies that are out here we'll, even though i did say this to my own father we'll
0: get to it when we get to that chapter but he does say mm. like he's realized that he, she, she doesn't seem to like it but she gave permission to him to say this during the meeting so i think okay, he's, but, yeah we'll, we'll get to it later but yeah I, I we'll can get to it later why you're
3: to, to talk a little more you. we'll get to it later to talk a little more in depth about that because yes. i mean I, i've had plenty of people in my life who were like yeah you can do that but they don't want you to do that
0: hmm yeah but yeah, we'll we'll, so. we'll get there, and we'll talk about it more in depth instead of going things out of mm-hmm. order. But yeah, that I think darkness. That's why that's why Mythic is a little upset with yeah. oh, Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. So just leaving you in the dark and confused there for a couple yeah, of chapters? That's why, that's, yeah, that's why
3: that's why Seth's gonna make a better king. <laughs>
0: Uh, ori then speaks up quietly to Vin, saying that he isn't sure what to make of her scratching him behind his ears. Uh, which Vin hadn't even realized she'd been doing, and she apologizes, and or- ori just shrugs, which I find kind of funny. <laughs> just absentmindedly just, like, scratching him behind the ear. Huh. Yeah. Uh, Ellen State states the assembly, had. sorry, someone's saying?
3: Was- was the- the conversation with the- the Condra uh, and Vin in this these chapters or in the last chapters. I th- it was this chapter okay? There, yeah,
0: there's okay. a couple conversations with him in yeah, so, later chapters as well. But yeah, she okay. has like a couple conversations throughout the chapters.
1: Yeah, I'm okay. pretty sure just, it separates with uh, like their fr- like their like little humor banter for this one. And then the actual theories that she has for later.
0: Yeah, there's like some humor branter in this chapter, I think in a, the next chapter or the one after they talk about Zane a bit, and then the final chapter they talk more about him, personally, and like the other Kondra. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so yeah, there's, there's little bits of Orisor mixed out, mixed through. Yeah, when they,
3: when, when they finally have met the spy. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. Uh, so <laughs> Uh Ellen states the assembly has one month to choose a new king, and there is nothing stating that the new king can't be the old king also if they don't make a decision then ellen is king for another year which is kind of cool if they like can't come to consensus you just get an automatic year as king back before mm-hmm. they can vote against you again which i
3: feel like which i feel like kind of goes with the whole thing like i feel like it'd be the same way if they voted in a new king that king would stay king for at least another year yeah i feel like it's probably written in there somewhere
0: yeah Probably, it's probably written, yeah, that you can't just keep ousting someone all the time over and over. Yeah, but
3: even even a year though isn't is, an, is it's like not a very a lot. short amount of time.
0: It's not a lot, but like I can see how with all the turmoil, like probably a lot can happen in a year with what's currently oh, happening. Yeah. Um uh, but I'm sure you also... could
3: dismantle the whole thing if you had it.
0: <laughs> yeah. So Elon also states that it's likely that someone in the assembly convinced the rest of them to put uh, put them on the throne and that they're using this to get around Ellen not wanting to give over the city to one of the armies attacking. Uh, Ham and Breeze argue and joke a bit uh, and Orisar speaks quietly to Ben joking that he could eat one of them as meetings would be faster without the two of them.
3: I loved it. Yeah. I loved
0: it. <laughs> Finn states that they likely wouldn't taste very oh. good but Orisar says one of them is named Ham and the other one likes to marinate himself referring to all no, the wine yeah. drinks.
2: <laughs> I love that. I'm
1: As soon as he said that, I was like, he stole my joke, bro.
0: (laughs) Orizor is honestly, like, one of the funniest fucking characters. (laughs) I love his jokes.
3: I mean, I I like him a lot because, like, just the things he says sometimes are hilarious. And then, like, when Vin asks him questions he can't answer, he, like still answers them, but, what like, backwards, last, answer, it's so <laughs> he's weird. He's like, I can't
0: answer, then, like, a few seconds later, yeah, here's some information.
3: <laughs> yeah, like, I'm like, okay. And she, like,
0: she's, like, getting really good at, like, respecting his secrets, too. She's like, it's okay, you don't I have mean... to
3: tell me. Yeah, you don't have to tell me, tells her literally five seconds later. <laughs> <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. uh, I-, I love Oris, sir. As, like, himself. I'm glad he gets to be himself, even though he's uncomfortable with being himself. Um, but yeah, so Elenin brings up that he thinks one of the other monarchs might be behind this since they can't take the city without losing too many troops, and there is now a Kolas army coming towards them as well. It wouldn't be easy to put a sympathizer- or oh, it would be easy to put a sympathizer on the throne and let- to let, uh, the mo- the whichever king into the city without fighting. Uh, mm-hmm. so had you also expected them to put a sympathizer on the throne? We know that doesn't happen, but- was that what you were expecting i mean
3: i was expecting because of their talks like they were going to basically put somebody on there that was going to go all right let's just give the give the whole city up
0: yeah let's just let but, them in <laughs> we're outlying I mean, with this one now
3: yeah but i mean for all, in all honesty i did not see what actually came yes. happening until it happened and i was like insane
0: right it's so for unexpected
3: it really was. I was like, that the one dude is just sitting there, like, rubbing his hands together, like, I got this plan. And I'm like, bro, what plan do you have? Like, who do you have in your pocket <laughs> that you're going to just show up with, and they're going to, like, be a mm-hmm. king? And, like, mm, I his presu- plan.
0: Yeah. I mean, we'll get to it again later, but <laughs> I just want oh, to go. But, like, um, I, I kind of had... I feel like, uh, because he does at one point ask Ellen, like, can we nominate someone that's not from the assembly? Because I, I, feel like if he had said no, they would have just that guy who was. We get the point of view of later. Would probably would have just been like, okay, I nominate myself, and he would have just given it to to set after.
3: Yeah, hundred percent. Well, I mean, he also did state that he wasn't gonna give it to himself, though. Like that he wasn't gonna nominate. But I'm saying, himself, like, probably as
0: a backup plan, if they had to be someone yeah. from the assembly.
1: Yeah. would have laughed if they fucking were like, no, nah, you can't nominate, and they don't have a backup plan, so they're like, fuck. Oh. <laughs> i mean it
3: was pretty much after that wasn't it like he's like uh they're like oh yeah just nominate you're gonna nominate yourself and he's like no i'm not and then he's like ask. then he asked the question right yeah i'm pretty sure mm-hmm.
0: then you have to kind of go back and be like oh well uh i, I guess i am nominating mm-hmm. myself that <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. awkward or 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 find somebody that you know you can yeah. just nominate that would do the same thing <laughs> that you have like in your pocket or something <laughs>
0: Um, but yeah, so Ellen then asks, uh, after Sazed, and Spook says he couldn't wake him. Tinwell tries to be vague, but Ham mentions that they already know- That's me what? The- Stop making fun of how I say that word! <laughs> and they already know <laughs> about the metal mines. Tinwell then says she would be, uh, it would be better to discuss political matter matters with her than a traveling terrorist man like Sazed, but it's pointed out that Sazed helped in political matters, such as overthrowing the final empire. Uh, Bree states that Tinwell is just annoyed that Sazed didn't do what her people thought he should have. Reese also tries to soothe Tinwill, but she tells him that her emotions are her own and is kind of pissed off at him. Uh, so do you think Tinwill is going to uh, like confront Sazed about him telling the keeper secrets to the crew? Like she seems pretty pissed off about this. I
3: mean
0: I feel like at
1: that mean, they point... they're free now, so Yeah. And I feel like at that point she knows how he is. So she'll be she'll be upset, but she'll be like I fucking knew you would do something like that, you know?
0: She's like, how dare you? And he's like, they're my fucking friends. I'm gonna tell them. She's like, you're not allowed non-keeper friends. Fuck you, says. (laughs) You're grounded. (laughs) It just treats him like a child. You are grounded. Go sit in the corner. No (laughs) research papers for you either.
2: (laughs) No books.
0: (laughs) No no books. No no copper mines. I
2: I don't know.
3: I
1: (laughs) imagine. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know whatever would he do
0: <laughs> he'd cry <laughs> Sit in the corner probably cry.
1: she is a mother
2: after all
0: <laughs> i know yeah we will talk god. about that more <laughs> later oh
2: my god
0: um so vin notices uh that ellen already has five books out and thinks she needs to try to remember that ellen loved her before knowing she was a mistborn and while thinking she was a thief trying to steal from him she then tells ory to get up and thinks that it's a good time to go out into the mist uh, we move to Ellen's point of view as he flip through bo- flips through books. He notes that the vote to dispose of the king had to be unanimous, so he might be able to reject their vote against him if any of them were late or absent from the vote. Uh, Tinwell then comes back to apologize to Ellen, as she says she has a problem with treating people like children. Ellen uh, accepts her apology, and the conversation moves to the assembly again. Ellen says that he ignored them too much. He then mentions that he scared Straff into submission, but he worries he offended Vin somehow. Tinwell brings up how Vin refused to marry Ellen because she doesn't think she is worthy of him. Ellen thinks that's ridiculous, but Tinwell says that many young girls are insecure and that Vin doesn't seem to think she deserves happiness at all because of her upbringing. So, what did you think about the little talk between Ellen and Tinwell there?
1: I agree with Tinwell. I think it was like yeah, super accurate to how it's supposed to be. Mm -hmm. But the fact that (laughs) the fact that he seems to like not accept that.
3: No, like, I think like he sees yours.
0: her as like so amazing, and she sees him as so amazing, and they're both like, I don't deserve them.
3: I mean, yeah, but he but... wants to marry her, so
1: he
0: does. Yeah, he no does. He it,
1: so...
0: I think he still thinks yeah, he's like, oh, good. she's so much better than me, but like, I love her and I want to marry her, and she's but like,
1: he I... knows her background and everything. Like, how are you gonna not take that into like you know, consideration? If... I mean, she's just his weapon. So
2: no, not. That's not how
1: it worked. If she was just his weapon, he wouldn't think like that. <laughs> I
3: mean, or he might be manipulating the whole situation so that imagine he's the bad guy. Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) He's the bad guy after all.
3: (laughs) What if he's the he's the Lord? Yeah, he's the the reincarnation of the Lord Ruler. What if he's the respect to like you know to Vin? (laughs) No, I think that I I think that's uh, our other Pac-Man.
0: Are you gonna spook?
1: (laughs) Oh, that'd be cool.
3: But
0: I still think he gets
1: stabbed. He's the one that gets stabbed. I mean. He's the uh... one that goes ooh
0: pretty lake and then gets stabbed.
1: Mm-hmm. In the eyeballs,
3: you know. Oh no. And so-, oh, you're, so, so you're going you're going on my theory that he loses his eyesight? Okay. Yeah, I kinda like it. <laughs> I know, I do too. because I kinda wanna <laughs> see what happens if he like did lose his eyesight and like then his abilities how well they would be.
0: <laughs> uh so Tim like, will... Oh, sorry.
1: No, go ahead.
0: <laughs> I was just gonna continue. If you want to keep talking, that's fine.
1: No, nah, I was going to make a joke about uh, him being able to hear colors being in it. Okay. Oh my goodness.
0: Uh, so Tinwell also brings up how she raised many daughters. Ellen is surprised that she had children. Tinwell then quickly moves the conversation along and asks how long Ellen is going to let Vin distract him, and that he may have to choose between Vin and his people. She had asked about his dis- uh, discussion with Straff, but he had gone quickly talking about Vin instead. Ellen says he won't have to choose, and Tim says that she already sees the dilemma being anything but hypothetical and leaves. So do you think Ellen will have to choose between Vin and the people of Luthadel?
1: Yes. I think he won't have to. I think he will, though.
0: Who do you think he's you know going to what choose, mean?
1: then? I know this is going to hurt, but ultimately, I think he's going to choose the people. Because he, he only thinks of her as a weapon.
2: Oh my gosh. Um... <laughs> Well sure. no
3: okay I don't I don't even mean that in like that like vindictive way yeah I really do think that like he is going to look at it more of like I'm losing a weapon versus I'm losing an entire you know civilization of people um and gonna try he's probably gonna try to like you know keep some semblance of something but it's not gonna be there I feel like shes she needs loss in her life other than her own brother mmm she needs a new another loss. She
0: needs something to that's tip kind her of over the edge. more in like this stage of her life.
3: Yeah. I, I mean also think it's tying her down I think it's tying her down a lot right now. And she's kinda of has to have something like the chains need to be unbound.
0: Alright. Uh, we're gonna go on to chapter twenty-nine. Our epigraph is there were other proofs to connect Alendi to the hero of ages. Smaller things, things that only one trained in the lore of the anticipation would have noticed the birthmark on his arm the way his the way his hair turned gray when he was barely 20 and 5 years of age the way he spoke the way he treated people the way he ruled he simply seemed to fit uh so what do you think uh specifically about the birthmark because uh i feel like the birthmark is the biggest thing that like is not going to be yeah, that's changeable awesome. from our characters because, as far as we know, no characters have been mentioned to have a birthmark, but we might just not know about it yet.
1: It's like Spooks walks up. He's like, "What is this shit that just appeared?"
3: Hey guys, <laughs> by the way, I have this giant fucking birthmark on my arm. <clears throat> None of you saw this. I don't know how. He's <laughs> like,
1: "I mastered the
3: art of makeup. <laughs> I <laughs> I guys, just applied it. My, every day. My, the top of my face got burned. It looks like a birthmark, guys." <laughs> I have no eyesight, but look, cool birthmark.
0: Yeah, any other thoughts on that?
1: Uh, Yeah, that just kind of threw me off. I don't even know who the fuck it is, and I generally just, like, at that point, I, I, I was, like, but I, I kind of
3: lost the whole thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm like, at right, that point, I'm, not, I'm not guessing anymore. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, at that point, I, I was like, you know what, if we find out, we're going to find out, like, when it happens, so... <laughs>
0: Uh, I'm so tired think, of making theories. Do you think we're gonna find out who the hero of ages is? Uh, potential hero of ages is this book or next book?
1: Nah, next book. This. I felt like it was
3: like no. Nah. I think it's going be the end of this book.
0: Mm.
3: Right when they find the well of ascension.
0: Uh, so this chapter we moved to finish. Know what or... the name of this book is, right? The name the of this, name book, of this is, book is, is yeah, Well of ascension. ascension, right? Yeah. And the next yeah, book is so called. Right when right they find the well of ascension. You'd hope they find the he- the well of ascension if it's called Well of Ascension. Yeah.
3: Well, you would
1: hope. But I do have a theory on that, so we'll get to Midnight's that at the like, end of the whole thing. it's like, ha ha ha, they're not going to fight. shit. It's just the mentions <laughs> of the Wall of Ascension.
0: It's an empty well.
1: Oh. <gasps> <gasps> no, that is not a theory. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: So we move to Ben and Orizor on top of Keep Hasting, with Orizor asking if humans need to sleep as much as he thought. Ben says she sleeps sometimes as dawn begins to arrive. Apparently, it was a week since Straff, Venture, and Zane had... Uh, a week since visiting Strath Venture and Zane has still not returned. Oracer states that using pure to stay awake and only sleeping for three or four hours couldn't be good for her, even with her being a Mistborn. She thinks that she should no longer have to be scared to sleep as she doesn't have to fear dangerous crew members. However, she doesn't know how she can sleep with the quiet thumping in the distance. And uh, she also kind of mentions like all the shit that's going on with like ellen and the war and like all, all sorts of shit uh but and so she feels something getting closer or stronger and she finds herself relating to the logbook and how elendi also found it difficult to sleep uh so what do you think about uh both vin and elendi being unable to sleep do you think it's just similar anxieties because they have a lot like put upon their shoulders or do you think that it's something else
3: i i, I think wanna... it's the writer making you think that she is the hero of
1: ages
0: it's a red herring
1: when she's not yeah yes also, there's, too much, I, there's too much that is, I want, like paralleled. parallel. I just want to, um, I just want to, uh, be upset a little bit towards Mythic, because mm-hmm. that gasp, that gasp, like, submitted, like, three different fucking theories into my head.
0: From earlier when I said there isn't, the well's empty?
1: Yeah, because I was like, what? one of my theories right there was, like, what if Alendi is in that fucking well, and he's the one feeding the power out, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. Well, the question is as well. I different
1: idea.
0: I was going to say here as well. What do you think? Because like, if we believe Quan Alendi really wasn't the hero of Ages, so the fact that Vin is relating huh? herself to him, like, does that make you think that she's also like, everyone's going to think she not is the hero not of
1: too. Ages? Mm-hmm. Yep. I think he was the hero of Ages. Then. You think he really? I Quan was wrong. Well, yeah, I think he was the hero of
0: Ages. Yeah, because it's all we have is Quan's report. We don't. Mm-hmm. We don't know if Quan was correct or not maybe to the so well.
1: <laughs> here here's the here's the thing right with mm-hmm. prophecies is that if you see it in different perspectives right it can be completed in different ways
2: mm-hmm. but
1: like i feel like even in like seeing it through that there's gonna be multiple contendants right mm. so i feel like Elendi was one of those it's just that the path that he took wasn't the like best option for that so he was like, hey, you know what? This is not the hero that we want,
0: mm,
1: even though I he see. fits it.
0: Uh, so Orisur then states that Zane won't appear as Vin is waiting where they last sparred. He also says that he doesn't think that Zane is the person Vin believes him to be. Vin states that Zane is her enemy, but Orisar replies that she doesn't treat him as such. When she says he hasn't attacked Ellen yet, Orisar says back to this, I'll believe as I'm told. Uh, which Vin says <laughs> she's like no 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 not back to that shit. <laughs> uh, Oreyser Orister states that he uh, is worried about her fixation on Zane and that he doesn't like Zane and feels that Zane was too deliberate in his friendship with Ben. Ben thinks that Oreyser, like Ellen, can't know what it's like to face another misborn and thus doesn't understand the connection she has with Zane. Uh, so, what did you think about Oreyser's opinions on Zane?
2: What
1: was his opinions again?
0: Uh, that Zane can't be trusted and that basically he he was too like uh deliberate in his attempts to front befriend vin like oh
1: yeah no for sure like (laughs) this dude got it all in one bro like i was like yes keep telling her that bro like that's what she needs to hear
3: i agree that's what she needs to hear i don't think it's going to push her in the right direction
1: oh yeah for sure she's gonna totally ignore his ass
3: yeah (laughs) i i I definitely think she's she's going down the path of like believing in his propaganda bullshit that he keeps spewing and he's going, she's going to kind of, she's going to snap at some point. I just feel it. Like, she's going to, like, snap at Ellen or whatever about all this bullshit. I really hope she does, because fuck you for thinking she's a weapon. She, but she is, uh...
0: I, I feel like Finn's just so desperate for any sort of, like, connections to people because of her childhood. That, like, she's clinging, now that she's, like, been able to start trusting people, she's clinging way too much to this, like... Other Mistborn. She's like, I must have these connections with people. <laughs> I need it. It's mean, I mean, I feel like ball. it also
3: reminds her of fucking,
0: uh... Yeah, it reminds her of her yeah. time with I Kelsey, feel like right?
3: it also reminds her of Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, she she wants that connection that she had with Kelsey, but the thing is, she's not going to get that from Zane. Like, Kelsey was like her dad. Zane's not going to be like your dad, Ben. It's not going to be the same sort of connection. I don't think but Zane you know, wants when, that. know,
3: women tend to try to flock to their fathers,
0: okay. so um so Vin then tells mm. Orcer that she
3: can... I, don't know. I said yeah I, I I just think she's gonna fall into that trap, that's all mm.
0: uh, so Vin then tells Ory that she can get him new bones that she doesn't want him to be in a body that makes him unhappy. Orycer, however, replies that he's accustomed to this body now, and it's tedious to change bodies regularly. He then complains that he needs food yeah. and sleep, and Vin thinks that it's a sign of his comfort with her that he complains more now, so were you surprised that Orycer said no to new bones?
3: Yes, but not at the same time because I mean he's definitely becoming more dog-like. Uh, but what shocked me a lot more was the fact that he wants fucking rancid. Meat. Yeah, we'll get to that. I was like, what? Like, whoa! Like, you're just, that's disgusting. Like, I like the way he explains it. I love the way he explains it and just yeah. calls it aged meat, it's like aged- wine and cheese. Yeah. And I'm like, mm-hmm, but like, okay. Yeah, I mean, she
0: mentions it at one point, like, oh, I guess it's sort from, of like, their scavenger background is myth-race, but you.
3: It's just. And the maids so keep weird. throwing it
0: out before it can age mm-hmm. up, really. But yeah. What did you-
3: Honestly, oh, I feel like she just needs to take a basket of fucking meat and throw it in her closet and, like, lock the closet up and be like, don't touch my closet. <laughs> and then just hand him aged
1: meat every, you know, whatever he wants to Yeah, he, God. That hell. Will- that won't be suspicious after finding bones in her basket and bones in a closet. Like, Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Um, there's a darkness. What do you think about Oriusir rejecting, uh, getting a new body?
1: I was like, ah, they're bonding. You know, <laughs> but um, mm. um Oh, yeah, no. I, I feel like, I, sorry, I, I feel like it's gonna have to happen eventually.
0: Mm. I really think that. Uh, what, do you think he's
1: gonna lose his dog body?
2: Yeah. Again, I really I like think that like. Body
0: his reluctance to, like, switch bones is, like, I think he's that he's connecting more with him. I think he just likes being able to be himself, and I think he feels like if he becomes, like, a human body again, he'll have to pretend to be someone again.
1: No, nah, he just likes the meat.
0: I mean, he'd probably still eat that fucking meat even if he was human.
2: <laughs> yeah, but oh my it's god, just...
3: It makes me... It makes me so cringe when he was... Whatever the fuck the dude's name was, and, like, oh my god. I'm just imagining him sitting at a dinner table and I'm like,
0: what is that Chelsea? smell? They're just <laughs> over there
3: eating fucking rancid <laughs> meat.
1: Oh, God.
0: Just cutting with, like, a fancy oh. fork and knife and just, like, being like, oh yes. Aged perfectly to four weeks.
1: I was just wondering, like, do they ha- do they stay in their, like, in their transformed form when they're eating other, you know, you know, bodies? Or do they go back to their base form? I think they have to. Because they go back to the base form.
0: Yeah, I think they have to get rid of the bones they currently have. If, mm-hmm. so that they don't confuse them or something so like they completely like, okay. expel the old bones and then they like consume the new body
1: yeah cause I was gonna be like I don't know how I feel about thinking about Kelsey eating someone but <laughs> or... <laughs> I mean
2: Kelsey I feel like that just something like says, why
0: is his torso and he just like slowly consumes someone
2: yeah <laughs> oh god <laughs> oh my gosh
0: that'd be great Oh, I love that idea. But yeah, no, I think they, I think they completely uh, revert back to like mystery looking, like, mm. and then they just they consume the new body. You see,
1: my my issue would be like I would want him in his space arm, and I would not want to put like ribbons around all the heads he has.
0: Vin <laughs> then wonders why she focuses on Zane and thinks that she needs to focus on Ellen more. Yes, uh, he had apparently failed to dismiss the assembly's decision to force a revote. A revote. Uh, Now he was focused on writing speeches uh, with Breeze and Dachshund to try and convince the assembly to vote him in again, or vote in no one so it defaults to him being king again. Finn mentions that she sometimes wishes Elend wasn't so noble, but Orisir states that Elend did the right thing. He needs to follow his contract Mm -hmm. and his master, the city, no matter what uh, they ask of him is distasteful. So uh, what did you think of the comparison between a king and a chondra?
3: I love it. I love that he can interject his uh, own beliefs and own, like, you know upbringing into
1: pretty much everything.
2: Mm-hmm. Ooh, ooh, he's
3: just like, they should where- be more like me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Is this where he's, like, uh, comparing, like, what they both have, and then he's like, ooh, I spoke too much?
0: No, 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 that's the final yep. chapter. That's between, uh, uh and Kolos, is when he says I spoke too much.
1: Right!
3: That
0: oh, yeah, way! Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that's in the yeah, final chapter. Yeah.
3: It
1: compares himself to Kolos, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. No, that, that's gonna be, that's, like, the very end of our episode. Really? Okay. Yeah, we'll get there later. Um... So yeah, uh, so yeah, Darkin, so what did you think about the comparisons between uh, being a king and a conjurer?
1: we need a conjurer king? You know,
0: <laughs> the they Oris definitely Suchan have. King.
1: Yeah, they definitely have the you know prophecies for it or whatever. <laughs> um. Anyway. Uh.
0: So then says they'll head back to the palace, and Oryster states that the meat he left out should be perfectly aged. Uh. This is when we get into the aged meat thing. So apparently he likes aged meat, which Vin calls rotten meat, and he states it's like wine or cheese, better when it's a few weeks old. Just before Vin jumps down from keep hasting with Ori, sir, uh, which I like that she, like, holds him as she jumps down from certain places if it's too high for him. Uh, I just imagine her carrying him, like, bridal-style <laughs>
2: down. Oh. But,
0: but yeah, she, she takes one last glance out at Straff's army in the early dawn, the mist swirling around a bit still as if trying to stave off the daylight. Then suddenly realizes she knows what the deepness was. And that is the end of chapter twenty-nine, or 20. she,
3: or she supposes what yeah, the deepness
0: is. Yeah, she, she, she
2: feels that she, she uh-huh. knows
0: what it is. Now we'll get yeah, into I mean, that. I
3: know what it is too. It's okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so chapter thirty's epigraph is, but I must continue with the sparsest of detail. Yeah, I'm, sh- I'm fucking sure, Quan. Sparsest of detail. <laughs> mm. uh, space is limited! The other world bringers must have thought themselves humble when they came to me, admitting that they had been wrong about Elendi. Even then, I was beginning to doubt my original declaration. However, I was prideful. Uh, do you think Quan knows how to be sparse of detail?
2: <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> that's the only question oh. I had for that. Oh my
3: gosh. Be- like how that's- be- I like how that's what you gravitated to.
0: I'm just. It, it kind of pisses me off how much Quan rambles. uh, Just because I'm like, give us better details, Quan. <laughs> like, you don't need to, like, ramble about how prideful you were and, like, all this, like, bullshit. Just be I like, like the.
1: <laughs> he, he circles back, too. Yeah. <laughs> A lot.
0: Yeah. He just. He doesn't know how to be concise. Like, imagine like, how much got- more we would have. <laughs>
1: I got limited space, but I'm gonna, like, you know, mention this thing I mentioned, like, five fucking pages ago.
0: Yeah, and, like... the five, it, like,
1: lines ago. Yeah.
0: And, like, right, right at the start of this chapter, it's, like, with Say's point of view, he's, like, reading the rubbing he did, and he notes how surprising it is, how much Quan was able to write on this metal slab. Like, that's, like, the first thing we get, and I'm like, yeah, he fucking crammed in all this bullshit. He could have probably written the whole fucking prophecy for you, Say's. Wouldn't that have been nice?
3: Hmm, that would have been
0: nice, actually. Yeah, right? <laughs> um... But yeah, so Say's notes that the Worldbringers had been the inspiration for the Keepers, and he notes that the 20 pages he had transcribed so far could probably keep him studying for months, if not years. Uh, Vin then rattles the window, uh, and Say's unlatches it for her. She tells him to keep it unlatched from now on, as Ellen gets annoyed if she breaks the shutters, which, how many fucking times does she has to come in through the window and break shutters instead of just coming in normally? <laughs> Just... why don't you
3: just use a damn door
0: that's what i mean like why can't you just come into this place normally why do you have to come in through all these windows
1: why use that fucking door girl jesus christ <laughs> doors are for normal people if you got not powers concerned. it's an un- it, it's an unspoken rule if you have powers to go through the window
0: why not just use all metal latches and then you can just open the latches yourself at least
1: that's right actually <laughs> yeah what the fuck?
0: Uh, so anyways, uh, she asks Sazed what he's working on, and he says it's from the Conventicle of Saran, and thinks to himself that he'll give himself one month to study the rubbing before turning it over to someone else. Do you think Sazed is actually going to do that? Do you think he'd actually give over this to someone else?
1: (laughs) No. Not at all.
0: Uh,
1: hmm? I thought you, not at all. (laughs) I was just wondering if you were waiting for me.
0: I I think you replied, didn't you? Didn't you say quick no? Or No. No.
1: No, but, like, I also think most so.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I just don't think it's say's character. <laughs> I don't remember I mean, if, like, a full month...
1: You also have meta-knowledge, so...
0: Well, the thing is, I don't remember if a full month passes before the end of this book, and, uh, based on the first book, you should know that, like, we'll get this whole, the full epigraph by the end of the book, so I don't actually know if the month passes or not. <laughs> so. <laughs> Maybe he would've. Giving it up in a month.
1: If he
3: they didn't something else
1: out And it was like, oh, I got this. I gotta keep this now. <laughs> well, the thing is, they they put a new Tars person into the book, right?
0: Yeah, they put Tendul in.
1: That means they're gonna get rid of the old one. Oh, damn. Imagine.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, I like him.
0: Uh, so Vin then glances over the translation Saiz has written so far and gets excited when she sees that it mentions the Deepness. She asks Say's what the Deepness is, and he says it's up for debate as not uh, even all that except that the Deepness was real agree on what it is. He says that it could have been a supernatural beast, armies from another land, or the Kolos. Vin then says she thinks the Deepness is the mist. Say says that theory had been proposed, and Vin is disappointed. Sayes says that there were many issues with that theory, including that the Deepness was said to be a terrible and malicious thing. Then whoever points out that now that the Lord ruler <laughs> Points out that now that the Lord ruler is gone, the mist of a Killing people, Sage replies the deepness uh, that the deepness, although killing some people, does leave others alone. Or that the mist, although I think I wrote that wrong. Sage replies the mist killings does kill some people, uh, but it's leaving others alone. Uh, but says that maybe the mentions that the deepness was exaggerated, if it is the mist. Vin is quiet for a moment, and says worries he bored her, however Vin then says that maybe the random deaths aren't the problem. Maybe the problem with the mist coming during the day is the potential for crops to not be able to grow, which would cause even more death and chaos. Say says the theory has merit, but Vin bluntly says that is what happened. Uh, so what do you think about Vin being so sure she is right?
1: Oh, I mean, I, I was on her theory, so.
0: You agree? I was like, yes, yeah.
1: be part of the podcast, you know? Mm,
3: she's still listening to the podcast, for sure all of them are mm-hmm. there's always one
0: yeah, female you... character that is, that <laughs> i was gonna say podcast. you got. i think darkness was always saying that like there was the one female was it mm-hmm. darkness or you that was always saying there was one yeah female it was, it was yeah. darkness yeah i think darkness even said in the first book it was gonna be vin <laughs> so yeah so vin then brings out a crumpled piece of paper from her pocket and explains that the logbook just states that swords were useless and that people died because of it but it doesn't state that it directly hurt people Says thinks that she isn't using proper research techniques, but she's using her own instincts, and that her instincts are usually right. There's also a brief thing where he's like, oh my god, did you write this? And she's like, why is everyone so surprised by this? You're influencing yeah. me, you and Ellen." <laughs> she's always so annoyed when people bring that up. Say then points out mentions of the sentence, uh, sentience of the deepness, and Vin then brings up mentions of the Miss spirit in the logbook. She tells Say that she has seen the mist spirit and can feel it with allomancy. She states that Rashek never did what he was supposed to do at the well, giving up the power. She states that events are repeating and they need a new hero of ages. Say says that he isn't prone to rushing to decisions and worries that if the ancient terrorist people couldn't even properly interpret their own religion and prophecies, then it'll be hard for them to identify a new hero of ages. Uh, so, do you agree the mist is becoming violent again because Rashek is dead?
2: Yes. All right, All right, um, go goes in, it goes I, I
3: don't know if I wanted to say it, but it goes, yes, it goes in my th- my later
0: theory,
1: so. Okay. So, here's a little, uh, just a little wild thought, not even the theory much, but I was like, uh, when they mentioned this, I was like, what if he was, like, keeping the mist at bay by, like, you know, <laughs> he was, like, all, like, super powerful or whatever,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and, um, he was pushing the mist, you know, during uh, the day. Oh,
0: like, like, he was, like, using his elements to, like, basically push it the outer mm-hmm. skirts of the dominances.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then like um keep it at bay over there. And then mm-hmm. during the night he would let it in because obviously he has to like recharge and shit. Because his Ferru was the one that like boosted his stuff, right?
0: Yeah, the fact that he had both Alamancy and Farrakemi meant that he could like basically like it was it's called compounding. Mm-hmm. And,
1: like, yeah, so that bodies. was like one of my theories when I first heard that and mm-hmm. I was like Yeah, so like he's pushing like the, the mist away and stuff. But yeah. Uh
0: so Mm -hmm. Finn then brings up uh Tin sorry, Finn then brings up Tinwill and how she seems cold towards Say'd. says that the keepers didn't like that he put his copper mines at risk by going against the Lord ruler, and Tinwill is disappointed in him. Finn states that he doesn't have to listen to Tinwill, but Say says she is wise and not to judge her too harshly. Say then reveals that Tinwill had been a breeder. She had birthed over twenty children, each with a different father, and had started this at age of fourteen. Also, because of the fertility drug she was given, she often had twins or triplets. The cyanide had placed her in the breeding program specifically to pass on ferrokin to future generations of terrorists. She had been given copper mines to study and help her through her years of childbirth, but hadn't been able to properly join them until after her birthing years were through. So, what do you think about Tyndall's life?
2: She was.
3: She was done things to that most people need to not have done to them.
0: Yeah. And it's.
3: it's sad. Ashley, honestly, I'm surprised that she still claims them as her children after it. So, To be fair,
1: I, I it was horrible, yeah. But, like, the fact that it backfired on them. Cause yeah, yeah head, I feel was, that's like, the only good part
3: about it. Yeah. yeah. yeah the fact I that know. she was a ferrochemist, so it passed
1: down the line, making more ferrochemists. Great idea. I'm, I'm just glad that they- <laughs> Well, to be fair, I don't even know what would be better. Like, her getting, like, you know... How do I say this? No, right? I was trying not to say certain words because, you know...
2: Yeah. (laughs) Like,
1: her being unable to carry children or her being, like, able to carry too many. Like, I don't know what situation would be better. Now, I... Like I knew it was a bad, like
3: terrible thing. But when they talk about the fact that I'm pretty sure it was like they gave her like drugs or whatever that made it so that she could carry more, she like it was mo- she was more fertile to carry oh, yeah. more children at a time. I was like, okay, that that's tipping a line there. Like,
0: yeah, they were trying to get the, the 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 Lord rulers people obligators who whoever were doing the breeding program were doing their trying to get as much out of the breeding women as they could
1: at that point i'll be honest and i was more focused on the like what kind of drugs were they giving her you know oh yeah you wanted some
0: gosh (laughs) (laughs) i was thinking because like
1: uh, because what's his name has those uh women that know how to like do anti like the anti what's it called Hmm? Uh, uh, the poison stuff uh the antidotes yeah there you go yeah because they know how to do that stuff i'm just I'm just, like, I'm just wondering, yeah, I'm just wondering, like, what, like, that sort of aspect is in this world.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if the nobles would have access to those sorts of things, because it sounds like the Lord Ruler specifically wanted to keep their numbers down, right? So they wouldn't be a threat to him? Yeah. Tin yeah, T- Tinwell had a, had a fucking rough life.
1: What happened to her children?
0: Uh, I'm assuming... Not now, I'm not sure. They, I mean, they probably were also brought into the Keepers at some point because... Uh, whichever ones became fairer chemists. Uh, and I'm assuming oh, right. potentially whatever daughter she had, if they were fair chemists, they might have also become breeders at some point. Like, this is every... We honestly don't know what happens to female terrorist people unless they're a breeder. Like, it's we like don't know if they get question. killed, we don't know if they just are left, left in up. the area. Yeah. She's, the,
1: she's the fairy chemist equivalent of the uh, Lord ruler. Because because <laughs> she's gonna be the center of power for them. <laughs> oh,
0: gosh, um, but yeah, because like female terrorist women don't become stewards like the males do. So yeah, we have no. There is like I think a terrorist dominance. So I don't know if they just like chill up there or like we have no idea what really happens. There is no information so far. Uh, yeah. anyways, uh, chapter thirty one. Uh, has a very short epigraph, which is just, in the end, my pride may have doomed us all. Um, I don't really have much, like, a question really for this. Did you guys have any comments on this?
2: I mean, it's It's just him literally,
3: yeah, literally reiterating the bullshit that he's been talking about this whole damn time. Yeah. Yeah. He just keeps rambling.
0: He does. Uh, so we start this chapter with Philin Frandu's point of view. Filin doesn't consider himself to have ever been a Ska, as he's a merchant and hasn't done normal Ska work before the Collapse. Who the fuck see- is this guy? <laughs> he can see that people view him and the other Ska merchants on the Assembly as the same as the Ska workers on the Assembly, but he believes the groups are completely different. Uh, were you surprised to get, uh, random guys on the point yes.
1: of view? Yeah. I was like, Especially this early? Fuck, I miss- yeah, I was like, did <laughs> I miss a character? Like.
3: <laughs> uh. I thought the same thing, I was like, what the fuck is going on in
0: the fuck? <laughs> and then I was yeah, like,
1: like, oh I, like I was like, oh uh, this I was like this guy's gonna die. Yeah. I was like a paragraph in and I was like, okay, this is the random, he's dead after this PLD.
3: <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be just like the old man in the fucking boat.
0: Poor <laughs> old guy oh, in hopefully,
3: the Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully the fucking sword comes and murders him. <laughs>
0: Fillon uh, notes that Ellen isn't as early as normal. He also thinks that Ellen's name isn't as good as his, even though he renamed himself from Lynn after the collapse. So he's like, oh, my name is so noble like. <laughs> uh, before the collapse, he had helped people who wanted to buy and sell things without obligators knowing, as all the noble merchants were watched closely by obligators. Uh, now that he was able to openly be a merchant, he was one of the richest people in Luthadel, but still the noble merchants didn't see him as one of them. Uh, so, what did you think about how Fillon became a merchant?
1: Pretty interesting. I thought, like, I know he's like, I know he's like bad or whatever, debatably, but <laughs> yeah, I thought it was debatably. Uh, but like, I thought like his climb was low key cool, cause doing that even like pre collapse or whatever.
0: Yeah, he kind of a cool job, but he's just also kind of an asshole.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's, like, super greedy, but, you know, he goes with the
2: job.
0: Here. I think he also, like, looks down the thieving crew, he's like, I'm not part of a- th- I wasn't a thief, though. I wasn't a part of a thieving crew. I did something better, because I was a merchant. Um.
2: Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> uh, so Filin then glances into the yeah. crowd for the person he had hidden there. He sees the person, and then glances back at the assembly as Lord Ferson Penrod arrives. Penrod and Filin greet each other, and Filin thinks it's a pity that Penrod got over his illness from last night so quickly. Uh, yep. he, <laughs> he notes that penrod had been one of the hardest to convince to vote out elland uh philin then notes that penrod likely thinks he'll become king but philin has other plans He doesn't want to become king himself though as he prefers to be a merchant and it's safer and makes more money he goes on a small inner rant about how the ska workers and ska merchants aren't the same and that the ska workers smell great uh philin then speaks to another ska merchant named getru Uh, about whether Elland will show up. Getru seems to have a higher opinion of Elland than Fillon does. Uh, and just as the assembly is about to start and they close the doors without Elland, the doors burst open, uh, just as they had been closed. Elland arrives in his white attire attire with Vin in a noble women's dress, along with the crew members Uh. and both Sage and Tinwell as well. Fillon thinks that this is to remind people that he has powerful friends, friends who kill gods. Uh, and then he notes the wolfhound with them as well. And I think it also, when he first <laughs> notices Vin, he's like, oh, I didn't think she would fit a noble woman's dress, but she's, like, surprisingly graceful in it. And he's like, oh, she's actually kind of pretty <laughs> when she wears that. He's like, oh, shit. Uh, so what do you think of I Ellen's like entrance? I like that. It was pretty badass. Rem-
3: I liked I liked him uh, all the way up until he
1: talked. When you <laughs> spoke, I was like, all right, I don't like you anyway. It kind of reminded me of the first book we read. But more of like, Which the one? time where he like bursts into the door with his like magic rope shit.
0: Oh, oh, oh yeah,
1: that first book. When uh, one. when right.
0: Susebron bursts into the room,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, to
0: save uh, Siri.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's I'm having a lot of like comparisons to that book in this one.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh,
0: so Ellen then addresses Philan, asking if he was the assembly's chancellor. As without a king to preside over meetings, they need a chancellor, <laughs> a chancellor to take over the meetings and break ties. Fillon replies that they didn't have a chance to vote on uh, one in yet, and they were just about to do that. Uh, we switch to Ellen's POV as he thinks about all his training Tinwell gave him and tries to look confident and commanding. He eventually nominates Lord Penrod as Chancellor, which surprises the group but they agree to it. Lord Penrod does the normal introductions at the start of the meeting, and for a moment Ellen wonders if Lord Penrod would be a better king than he was, but then thinks that Lord Penrod hasn't done all the readings he has and doesn't truly think of the ska as equals. Uh, so what did you think? Do you think lord penrod would make a good king
3: better no actually no i don't think he would make it as good of a king as ellen would but i also don't think ellen would make as good of a king than uh our friend
1: that just gets nominated at the end <laughs> that's the one that they're like he's like oh he's too uh he's a. Uh, he's a little too uh what's it, called? Was it noble was it uh, he,
0: yeah he's he's uh, a noble uh as well i think uh-huh. he's like a lesser no, no
1: no no that trait they were talking about God,
0: I I don't know what the trait is, but he definitely says that I think uh, Lord Penrod has more of the traits that Tindwell wants him to have.
1: Is it honorable?
0: I think Alan thinks he's kind of honorable. Yeah, I think he's like, uh, he likes Lord Penrod. Yeah, he doesn't up. think that just doesn't like that he, he thinks that although he thinks that the Ska is better than most nobles do, he still doesn't like, fully treat them as equal.
3: Mm-hmm. But what person really does, though, aside from the Ska themselves? Which chapter is this?
0: I think Ellen thinks of the Ska as equals. 32. 32?
3: 31.
0: Oh, well, that's- 31. okay.
3: That's what I meant. Like, no other person that is yeah. in this group of people, unless they were Ska,
0: yeah.
1: seems to think of Ska
3: as seems to be
0: the one noble. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: yep. Which, I mean, makes sense. This is really pissing me off that I can't think of the word he used.
0: Here, let me let me try and look at you. Uh... <laughs>
1: This break is brought to you by. It might just be noble, and I'm just, like, dumb?
0: just says, uh, Penrod's mannerisms were polished, his posture strong. As he stood in his well-cut suit, Ellen couldn't help but feel a little jealous watching Penrod act so naturally in the things that Ellen was struggling to learn. And then he thinks maybe he'd make a better king than I, and then he says no. He's a good man, but he's still a product of his society. He doesn't consider Scott animals, but he'll never think of them as equals. That's all I can find. Hmm. I don't see anything else that Ellen thinking about Penrod?
3: This rereading. Oh, I think it is like
0: honorable. Mis- uh, I now might learn Penrod. He's an honor- as honorable a man as we're likely to find. Is that maybe what you're talking about? I think Wait, it's just honorable.
1: I think so. Well, I don't know. But it was a word similar to that. And um, I was just thinking, like, if it comes to, like, have you ever seen those, like, movies or, like, books where they're like, oh, uh, the leaders are going to fight for that, you know? like and whoever wins they settle it or whatever i feel like that is a situation that that dude can get himself into and just ruin it for everyone see uh
0: so ellen is then told he can speak as he called the meeting and ellen begins to speak about his meeting with Straff. the assembly is confused that ellen isn't speaking about being dethroned and ellen states that they have much more important matters at the moment he mentions Straff's political, uh, potential bluff about allying with Set, and how he threatens Straff with Vin, although he thinks that he's starting to realize that Vin doesn't like being the knife at Straff's throat. Uh, and then he also mentions that Vin had uh, agreed to let him say that. She had said it was okay, but he still kind of worries about that. Uh, Ellen notices Zane in the crowd watching the assembly, and he thinks that he is still insecure about himself compared to Kelsier, but he needs to th- the connection to him, as he goes on to like, his little rant about, like, Vin being Kelsier's, uh heir. Uh, so what do you think about Ellen's speech and him not discussing his dethroning?
1: I'm going to let Mythic go first. <laughs> oh, are you?
3: I was going to let you yeah. go first, because I got lots to say. Exactly. I did not want to take up all this time real quick. <laughs> it's fine. We got time. Okay, good. Um, so first off, Ellen can fucking suck it, because <laughs> this man needs to fucking get a goddamn idea about women in general. All right? Just because she says she's okay with you going up here and saying this don't mean jack shit, okay? You are objectifying her and it's annoying as fuck. You did it when you were with your father and you're doing it now when you're in front of all these people. And later, a man puts you in your place for doing it, which is why I like him so much. (laughs) But other than that, you, he definitely seems to be posturing way too much, and he definitely seems to be showing a little too much of this, like, I think I'm better than you, even though he keeps saying he doesn't, but he is getting ballsy, and I do kind of like that, too. Uh, I also like his little plan that he has later, but about why he nominated Penrod in the first place.
0: Yeah, we'll get into uh, that.
3: I missed one thing because I wasn't thinking about it when you asked. What was the question you asked again, real quick? I also myself. asked,
0: uh, what did you think about him not discussing his dethroning?
3: That's it, yeah. That's it. I think that was a very smart move, because, yeah. like, if he does discuss it, it's kind of like the, the Streisand effect, I think is what it's called. Um, when you when you talk about something that, you know, like, you bring light to it, yeah. and by not talking about it, it's kind of becoming, like, you know, less relevant. And people will kind of slowly begin to forget about it. And you kind of want that, because if they remember that you were dethroned, they're going to remember why you were dethroned, and you're never going to be able to become the king you want to be. You're never going to be able to be put back on the throne. What
0: about you, Darkness? I look at it a
1: little different, right? Mostly because she did say that he could do it, right? And I get it. She, like, internally hates it. But the fact is that there has to be communication when you don't like something, right? So, regardless of you thinking that it's going to help another person, you gotta say that you don't like something in order for them to not to do it. And, ultimately, like, if she was like, oh, I don't want you to do this because, like, like it literally sucks, right? I'm, I'm sure he ha- that he wouldn't have done it. But, right now, if she gave permission, and he sees that, not only his own stability, like, his placement in this kingdom, and, like, the people are like in danger. He's gonna do what he can to, you know, <laughs> to stabilize it, even if it includes, like, you know, using her name. Can I, oh, real quick, just to ask a question for you, Darkness?
3: I don't remember what what was your thought on Kelsier, uh, when Kelsier was piping or was telling the the army about. Yeah, uh, that's
1: exactly what I was thinking too.
3: Uh-huh. And, what was your what was your thought on that though? Do you remember? Uh, I didn't
1: like that he was lying to uh-huh. them but then like
3: that he he told the people what they needed to hear so that they would you know be emboldened yet he's kind of doing the opposite here by telling the people what he needs them to hear so that they'll
1: be somewhat fearful yeah but the issue here is that vin is not being truthful enough in order for him hmm, to take okay. into account I agree I agree with like you at this point but... at this point what's happened so many fucking like lives have been lost and shit like, there's no other fucking way this is gonna, like, go. Especially with two armies like, of door. Yep. Like, you gotta do something. And yep. morality's out the window, so. But I think, honestly, if he looked at the situation as
3: a whole, that was the only option they had, really. Was to use her as, like, to show her as a weapon for, you know, everybody else. And I think they both understood that. That, like, if he didn't say that, if he didn't use that play, th- they didn't really have anything else to go on. I
1: feel like if she did say it, though, he wouldn't have done it. Because in all honesty, well, I think he he knew she was outside and able to listen
3: to the conversation when he was talking to his father. He still did not seem to care
1: enough. Yeah, about but after her they got the after they got back, he realized how like you know like how disturbed she was. I mean, when you break a plate, you can't just tell it sorry and it fix itself, so... Yeah, but, you know... You
3: and can't if you do the really same action over
1: again... That's what he asked her! That's what he asked her. That's like putting... And let's use your plate analogy. That's like okay, putting like, a paper on top of it that says break me. Like... <laughs> and then after you break it, though, right? Like, okay.
3: You shatter the plate. You tell it you're sorry, You put, you glue it up together, you know, you mend it all up, and then you put a then, like, the plate somehow, you know, sentiently is like, break me. You know, like, you mm, should probably think about that, though. You already broke it once. It's hard enough. It was hard enough to put it together the first time. You're going to make it harder to put it back together than the second time. Like, you should then be the person who understands that you don't need to do that again. Like, you should be the bigger person there.
1: But then that's just... Just because, somebody, just because
3: somebody tells you something, Darkness, doesn't mean that you have to abide by that if you don't think it's within their best interests.
0: We don't see their conversation about this. It's off no. the page. If we had yeah, seen their actual awkward. conversation and he... Like, we don't know if he says anything, like, are you really sure about... Like, he could have been like, are yeah. you really, really sure about this? And she's like, yes, just do it. Or
3: he,
1: just... he could have been like, or oh, could... you want to let me do this? Okay, I'm going to go do it now. Yeah,
0: so yeah, we, we don't bad... know.
1: <laughs> That's the issue with me. Like, if I don't yeah. like something, I'm straight up just gonna say it, and I'm gonna well, be like, "I don't want to do mean. this," you know.
0: And like, he he is catching on to it, and like, he even says that, like, he he can tell that she's he's starting to realize that she doesn't like this. But he's like, "She said it was okay," and like, we kind of have to go through it. And like, we can see also that Tindwill in this next little bit is like pushing, like, no, he needs this connection to Kelsey or he yeah. needs Finn to be this Kelsey heir. And so, like, Tyndall was probably yeah. pushing for it. Van was probably like, it's okay. And Ellen's like, I just have to do this.
3: Yeah, but then, you know, there's also this... I know I, know friend,
0: bad. You know, like, I but see. later, when I Seth comes both. up, he's
3: going to say exactly what I'm thinking.
0: Yeah, like, I he's see using, He's using her to
3: people. threaten these people in some sense. He paraded a group of people who, you know, as was said, were god killers into this courtroom and were like, hey, you know... This is my team, guys. Like you know, be fearful. And then, like now, he comes up here, and I mean, like like I said, there's other things that Seth says that I was like, oh my god, the the fact that you know he man uh, that Ellen manned up and was like, yeah, I did that kind of shit. I was like, woof, that's pretty ballsy of him.
2: Yeah,
0: but But I think also like like you can see Ellen putting these people in as a threat, but you can also see it as a look who I'm friends with. Look at the like look how I the people I have that can help protect us.
3: Okay, but, I mean, like, Set says it later, but, uh, like, if he's not king, are they just not gonna protect them? You know, are they just gonna walk away from the entire kingdom? Like, all of them? I mean, Ham even makes the comment beforehand of, well, I mean, no matter who you put on the throne, I'm not gonna give you my ar- the army. Like...
0: Yeah. Well, the thing is, though, like, Alan may say, like, I'm not gonna ban people, but he, he doesn't control the rest of the group. What if the yeah. other, rest of the group says, A, things are gonna fall apart... We're getting the fuck out of here
2: <laughs> because yeah. Ellen's
0: not king.
3: But I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like that's, like, that's not Ellen's choice, set always. Later. But Seth says it later, like in that concept, in that same yeah. thing, you know. But, let,
0: let, let me let's finish this chapter and then we can discuss some more because we're going. I know. Ahead. I was trying, I, I, I was yeah, trying to wait before also, we got the after
3: we got the Set part.
0: Yeah, I also was kind of getting into it because like I'm, it was relevant.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um so yeah so we switch to Vin's point of view as Ham asks her if she's okay with this discussion she replies that it's what is best and Tindall joins in saying that Ellen needs the connection with Kelsier Vin notes that Zane is in the audience and that it's likely Strap has other spies along with their likely being spies for Set in the audience which if only she knew uh, <laughs> Ham also has some people in the audience uh, and Vin stares at Zane for a while and Zane eventually meets her eyes and gives a slight smile before looking back to the assembly Uh, Ellen finishes his speech and sits down. Lord Penrod asks if he has anything else to say, but Ellen responds that he has sent a letter and doesn't need to denounce anyone at the assembly in front of the people. He trusts the power that the people gave them, and although he's disappointed, he will not preach his virtues as everyone should already know who he is and what he wants for the city. Ellen then suggests they hold nominations for king, which Phillan also speaks up about, which causes both Vin and Ellen to glance at him. Cause they're like, "Oh, he's got something planned." Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Ellen states that they need only a king. They knew. Yeah, <laughs> Ellen states that they need a king as soon as possible, unless they wish to let the month lapse and have him return without voting. One of the Ska workers nominates Lord Penrod, which was expected, however, Lord Penrod nominates Ellend, which Breeze says is genius because Ellen nominating him as Chancellor made Lord Penrod want to be seen as honorable and thus nominate Ellend as king in return. Which, yeah. Fucking great way he worked through that. I think you mentioned that earlier. I loved there. it. Yep, I know, I loved it. I was, <laughs> that was like,
3: that's, that was so good. Very tactically thought.
0: Yeah. Fillon uh, then surprises everyone by nominating Ashwathar Set after confirming with Ellen that the nomination doesn't have to be someone on the assembly. Reason are shocked as a man yes. in the audience takes off his cloak and. It fight. was. So it
3: was so funny when he said, "I I nominate Ash." Ash weather set, and I'm like, okay, so you nominate somebody who's out of city, and literally, a couple seconds later, off his hi, I'm right here! I'm like, oh my god. How uh, did you let this man in the city?
0: So yeah, so I think we discussed this a little bit at one point, uh, but yeah, were uh-huh. you surprised that set was outright nominated and yes. in the crowd?
3: <laughs> uh, I was even after he made the comment of like, oh, can it be somebody not in the group? I was like, oh, he's gonna nominate a merchant or something. You know, like, some unnamed merchant or something, you know, and then, <sighs> the set. Oh, god. I was like, that that was
1: so off the fucking rails.
0: What did you think, Darkness?
1: I was like, <sighs> yeah, I was on, like, Mythic's show that we're like, how the fuck did he get into the city? I'm assuming
0: villain and the merchants helped him in.
1: <laughs> smuggle this man in, huh? And then my thought process went to, like, his daughter, and I was like, "She, what's going to happen there? <laughs> yes. Oh my god, And he used use that too! That's the best part! <laughs> yep.
3: Now, here's the other thing, though, because we're kind of at the point. Uh, Zane said, or, not Zane. They state that they see Zane in the crowd, yeah. right? And later they state that, like, oh, he states that if you kill me, my armies will march in and, you know, just massacre the place. I just thought, I thought of this amazing plan that, uh his father could do of having, instead of killing, uh, instead of killing Vin, have him kill Set in the city, and then it looks like they did it, it uh, makes it look like they did it, here comes an army, the army will battle each other, and then here comes, you know, his father to just clean up the mess. Like, would would be perfect. Would be perfect. Yeah. And I mean... And and they even talk him down into a 1,000 fucking soldiers instead of 5,000. Mm, not that hard for this Mistborn to probably take out.
0: Yeah, this Mistborn that they've been hyping up.
3: Oh, I'm like, oof. But keep
2: going, sorry. Uh, so
0: that's <laughs> like from the end of the chapter. We move into like actual set conversations in the next chapter. But first we've got a quick uh-huh. epigraph to discuss, uh, which is, I had never received much attention from my brethren. They thought that my work and my interests were unsuitable to a world bringer. They couldn't see how my studies, which focused on nature instead of religion, benefited the people of the 14 lands. Uh, So my question for this was, what do you think of the fact that there were 14 countries or nations before the ascension? And do you think the Scott and nobles come from all of these, except obviously the terrace who are their own people, or did most of these people get killed and they're like mainly like one country that was assimilated into this area?
3: ask the question one more time real
0: quick sorry uh so basically like we, we know that there are 14 countries and nations how many mm-hmm. of these people do you think survive like do you think like the nobles How many do i think survive are, in general like how do you think like the lord ruler like basically made the nobles and ska like of a mixture of these people or did like he kill off like say like 10 or 11 of these people and then only keep like some to be nobles and ska i
3: mean i i feel like he probably killed off a few of them and then kept a, a good amount of them you know that would listen and do as they were told at least at the start you know because mm-hmm. when generations go down the line i mean thousand years go by people stop forgetting and kind of forget about you know their okay. ancient
1: ancestors and shit who do you think so, i mean nice. oh, sorry i was thinking about the answer and i kind of went on a tangent in my head i thought <laughs> uh, can you repeat the question
0: uh so, basically, do you think that the Ska Nobles came from, like, right. a mixture of yeah. a bunch of these? Okay. <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> um, I, I do think that uh, they, like... <sighs> so, I feel like it was the deepness that took care of, like, a lot of them, you know? Mm. Like, by, like, killing them or whatever. Yeah. But uh, that's after, you know, what we find out and everything. So you think um, probably
0: the deepness killed off quite a few of the countries and then he just like maybe killed off some of them and then maybe just like assimilated a bunch of them into one group of people, yeah. basically.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That's fair. Um because yeah, the only real separate people we know of are the terracemen. Otherwise we're mm-hmm. just Scar Noble, who apparently look pretty much the same. It just depends on whether they have Alamance genes or not. Alamancy. Alamancy. Uh so yeah, with- Alamancy. <laughs> So we start with Finn's point of view as she notices some 30 guards in Ska clothing surrounding Set in the audience. She notes that Set has a smaller uh, smaller army and with Koloth coming, he was in a dangerous position, which is probably why he's doing this. She also notes he seems to be enjoying himself and is smiling a lot. Uh, Set mm. is carried in his chair to the stage and Breeze notes that I Set love is, this. is crippled. I also just think that even if you're not crippled just being carried to the stage in a chair just seems like super royal I mean, and cool. I
3: of, I was kind of with Vin on the whole it's an act thing until literally they were like, hey Vin he's been like this since mm-hmm. he was a child. Like, literally a child.
2: We'll, like, we'll get
0: to that mm-hmm. that's going to be one of my questions.
2: <laughs> okay, I was like, okay.
0: Uh, so, yeah, so he's Uh, so yeah Breeze knows that Set is crippled he's also not wearing normal Luthadel nobleman clothing but Breeze says that not all the Dominances follow Luthadel fashions and also Set is powerful enough to do whatever he wants with his clothing and like facial hair and stuff Uh, so were you surprised that uh, Set uh, appears to be a cripple
1: i was extremely surprised it's Very surprised, sir.
0: so set begins speaking saying he's going to tell them exactly why to make him king and it's because he has uh... an army on their doorstep he goes on to be blunt about why in the city and how he has twice as many soldiers as they do he also states that if they don't return uh, him to his camp his army will attack and he doesn't care if they all die because he'll be dead anyways <laughs> um ellen says set isn't honorable and set t- asks ellen if he has soothers soothing the crowd Ellen admits he does, and Tyndall groans because he's not supposed to say that. Set right? Also... Like I
3: was like, what the fuck are you doing, dude?
0: <laughs> Set also asks if Ellen has doubted himself, which Ellen says uh, he thinks everyone has, and Set says he never doubts he says, himself. Never...
3: Yeah, I loved him.
0: He states that if he gets the crown, all the Assembly members get titles, no one dies, and he'll make sure the people are fed this winter. What were your first impressions of Set?
2: Set.
3: He has definitely become one of my favorite characters. <laughs>
0: Like, I love his bluntness. He's just he's just like I'm just going to say what I feel like. <laughs> what did you think darkness? What were your thoughts on Set?
1: I realized that he's very how do I say it? Like he's good at like manipulation and that stuff, you know.
0: He's very like, confident very, like... in himself, which I think as Tinwell says like a confident leader is one that like makes people like believe in them. Like he 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 knows how to be in charge.
3: Yeah. I, I think he's going to make a great king. <laughs>
0: You still thinking in darkness or you want me to move on
1: this pro this pause is brought to you by dragon steel convention 2023 <laughs> i mean i guess you can move on i don't really what? have that like many thoughts i was just like okay right. I, uh... I think Seth's the fucking goat <laughs> uh
0: so seth then states he wants to stay in one of the abandoned keeps with five thousand men although the assembly eventually uh agrees that he can stay with only a thousand men Penrod then states that they will adjourn for two weeks uh, we switch to Ellen's point of view as he goes to talk with Penrod. He says they can't give over the city to a tyrant, but Penrod says Ellen is too much of an idealist. They'll give up their autonomy to have their, uh, people will give up their autonomy to have their families safe. He also states that they'll likely, they likely would have given the city to set a while ago, if not for Ellen, as he's a better choice over Straff. <laughs>
2: yeah uh, ellen,
0: <laughs> ellen thinks of a book he read called studies of revolution where it mentions how the lord ruler often didn't have to overthrow groups that tried to break away as they would overthrow themselves as the transition was too difficult they would welcome back oppression if it meant no uncertainty uh so do you think the people may want to vote in instead as king even if it means being slaves again
3: yes i also believe that they're going to vote him in because he's going to give them gifts so
0: well the assembly yeah like they, they want the titles but I, I mean do you think like the people are no, no no i mean
3: like gifts so. in general like not just the titles but like he's going because he's like later he's like all right i want all of you to come meet me at this yeah this sort of, you know, times
0: <laughs> all the bribes
3: yeah i mean like he bluntly says it he's like i'm gonna bribe you i'm yeah, like okay. i love this guy i just do he's he's definitely become my favorite character
0: what do you think, Darkness? You think everyone's just going to happily accept him as king because it means no uncertainty?
1: I think he's good at what he does, so... Yeah. But, you see, I just remembered what my first thoughts were right okay. when he first popped up. And I was like, okay, he's there, right? And then he was like, if you kill me here or whatever, my armies will march in, right? My thought was like, okay, so kill him anyway. <laughs> like, he's right there. <laughs> There are, his armies are still there. Not killing him is not going to make them go away.
2: Mm.
1: But like, one less leader, you know, or whatever. But. I mean, but he still has an army that's going to march in like
3: 20,000 exactly. people. Exactly, it's going to march in not, It's not though, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you just make him king, then march in and,
1: you know, help you. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then you still be like, you know, undoing everything you did be ruled by a tyrant like that's literally the whole point they already killed one okay so
3: i mean you say that and and i thought the same thing originally like oh you're just putting another tyrant on the throne the problem is that like the tyrant they had on the throne before was actually insanely powerful like legitimately and so like there wasn't any overthrowing him you could overthrow him later you could overthrow Set later with
0: just having get rid of uh, Straff and the Coloss Army and then get rid of him.
3: <laughs> yeah, like you could. Like if they just decided, like let's sit back for a year, you know, let's hide out for a year, and we'll come back in. We'll gather our forces. We'll come back in, and we'll take this for what we need to take it. Because I mean, they haven't found the ATM. He's probably not going to find the ATM. So I mean, just go in when he doesn't.
1: No. Like you just want the city. You know what it is. I think the fact that he's so confident that he won't get killed there kind of mm-hmm. makes me want to do it even more.
3: <laughs> oh yeah, true. I mean, I, I I was definitely still on like I said I was on the boat of Zane killing him and that creating a whole big issue, but I really do want the Coloss to walk in from behind these two armies and just slaughter them. <laughs> like like they know they're coming and everything and it's like nobody seems to be like Let's get this done, guys. It's like, all right, no, we're okay. We'll be fine. Like, like the coloss are going to come in here and murder you all. And I, I, like, I wonder how far
1: away they are from there now. I thought he said days.
0: Well, he said yeah, they, but were, they weren't wild. moving forward. They're, they're camped about a week away because, um, Dang. uh, oh, fuck, what's his name? J- Jastis, uh, he didn't, re- he wasn't expecting there to be two armies there, so he's kind of just kept them nearby. Oh, that
1: dude is dead, though. Like, I know for a fact he's dead.
0: <laughs> well, I think they'd be rampaging if he was dead at this point. So they... they I mean, who knows when things might happen. Uh, but...
1: That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I feel like they're moving in that direction already. Like, that dude is dead. Gone. Well, he's dead. I don't think he's dead. I think he's still there.
3: I think he has some reason... Some way to control them. And honestly, uh, the more I think about it, I don't think the Coloss are actually as, like, mindless and blah 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 as yeah, they seem... Sure. I think they're pretty uh pretty good at
1: taking directions, you know, at some in some way. So You see I have a tiny theory. A tiny okay. theory for later. Oh for
0: But later? it's when
1: uh yeah, it's true when uh what's his name? Oh Arsir and uh talks
0: about them but yeah. we'll we'll get to that uh soon then. Uh so <laughs> we then have Njor- Njornden I this guy's fucking name. <laughs> Njordan, uh, Set's son, comes over to them and greets Ellen. He says that Set wishes to meet with him, but Ellen replies that he doesn't want bribes. Njordan insists that they need to discuss Alrian's kidnapping, which Ellen replies that they know it wasn't kidnapping, <laughs> and that he should at least give the same courtesy to Set that he gave to Straff in meeting with him. Ellen agrees, uh, and they uh, decide on a week from then meeting for dinner. And that's the end of that chapter. And then we get to our final chapter, chapter 33. Uh, the epigraph is, as the one who found Elendi, however, I became someone important, foremost among the world bringers. Uh, and again, this felt kind of just like reiterating some stuff, so I kind of just didn't have a question unless you guys have any thoughts about it.
2: Uh-uh.
3: Once again, it's just him rambling on about the same thing he's been rambling on yeah. for. a Some us. of
0: the epigraphs are like DVDs really good. And, <laughs> yeah, some of the epigraphs are great, and then some of them I'm just like, this this has no, there's no point in this epigraph. But I think it's just supposed to like show Quan's character, and it's like, yeah, that, this is just how he would have written things. Unfortunately. What if
2: he's, what if he's
1: just really old and he keeps forgetting that he wrote it already?
0: <laughs> he's like, I don't have time to reread what I've already written.
1: <laughs> uh-huh. He's like, who the fuck wrote this?
0: When he, <laughs> <it?"> <laughs> Uh, so we start with Vin's point of view as she looks over papers on the floor. She still believes the mists are the deepness and that they are turning hostile again. She wonders if she is the hero of ages as she hears the thumping and has seen the mist spirit. Vin thinks about some of the traits of the hero, but thinks that it could refer to many Ska half-breeds. Uh, so we kind of discuss this. I think the answer is going to be no, but do you think Vin is the hero of ages?
1: No. You know what? I got no theory of who the hero of ages is, you know? But, um, yeah. On, do you? Please do tell him. Oh. No, he said he has no theory. The... Like, oh, okay. Hopefully, it's like one of the Colossus yeah. <laughs> mm. Um I
0: But yeah, I know, I know that uh, Mythicalist was saying. I think you you agreed, Darkness. So it seems more like Finn's a red herring, and that the hero of ages is going to be someone else. Um, but we'll see.
3: I still, I'm still holding out that Ellen is the hero of ages because Darkness made that point, and I kind of really hope he is because he's like this, you know. He's still a focal point in the story, but not like uh he's not been like shown to like have this stuff. And it goes into my theory w- the end of this uh episode theory
1: that I wanna make. So I want I want this to like boil over, right? Where they're like going to war right now.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like with whatever, whoever like the outcome is for the you know mm-hmm. whatever. Ellen is not king anymore. Uh Finn is like I we gotta like go to the ball of the or whatever and they head over there right
2: go and then uh, later. yeah mm-hmm.
1: go ahead uh we're gonna leave it there
3: <laughs> okay because like i said you you're, you're touching on a part of my theory so go ahead go ahead midnight
0: all right uh so orizer comes over to her and vin rants about how the religion of the terrace is meaningless if they don't teach something and they seem to have been so vague that even when the religion was known it could have been interpreted in different ways Aureusar states that the prophecies don't have to be a scam, they can be promises of the future or hope. Finn snaps a bit, asking what he knows about it, but then apologizes and says he's still a person, even if he's a chondra, and jokes about his dog breath. She also jokes that she should give him some mint to chew on, and he says it'd be weird for a dog to have sweet breath, but she replies it'd only be weird if he tries to kiss someone. Uh, they also briefly mention how Set has moved in now, and he brought lots of stuff, which Ben says he is Aurean's father, after all. So he likes he likes his comfort, just like her. Uh, Vin then guesses that the Kandra have a religion based on Orisar's previous uh, reaction uh, and Orisar says he shouldn't have spoken Finn says it's okay and that she'll keep his secret but that the keepers would probably like to know about a religion that outlasted the lord ruler's destruction of all other religions uh, do you th- ever think the Kandra will be less secretive or do you th- ever think they'll kind of open up more?
1: I want to know why they oh yeah Um. Uh, do you mean the Kandra in general? Just in or general just in- do
0: you think the Kandra would be like kind of more integrated with society in the future now that things are changing? Or do you think they're going to keep kind of their more secretive ways?
1: I think eventually, if, like, hundreds of years pass, maybe, mm-hmm. if there's still advancement in that direction. But um, other than that, I feel like it'll take a while because they don't seem to be liked for other purposes than just contracts. So. Mm-hmm. Sorry, what was the question?
0: I do, do you think that Conjure will kind of be uh basically kind of more like you know how the terrorists are kind of integrating themselves more into society do you think the oh, conjurer um, would be kind of like less secretive and more kind of open about themselves
3: yes but once again kind of goes into my theory later but okay
0: that's fine i uh, i will touch on
3: it i promise we're, we're
0: getting there uh so <laughs> orisari states that his people wish for a time where they can be free of their contracts even though they know them to be necessary he says they mention a time when humans will no longer be alive his religion, though, is more of a general hope to be free than something absolute, and states that the terrorist religion might be similar, uh, and that it doesn't speak of a specific person, but of a general hope. Finn asks how, uh, in his religion, all the humans die, and Orycer states that they kill themselves off as they are of ruin, which for mythic is a capital R, and the uh-huh. Condor are of preservation, capital P. The humans are supposed to destroy the world with the Kolos as their pawns.
3: Uh, okay, so, so first, real quick. Real quick. Okay, you want to go you, first? Because you, you did note. Know- what i kind of why i have a theory um i have the book now like actual book
0: oh okay so you you actually you know Uh, i knew ruin
3: was capitalized
0: and preservation and
3: then yes well i knew ruin was capitalized i didn't really remember preservation but yeah i knew ruin was capitalized capitalized. because i i remember making a theory i think it was last episode two weeks ago that uh I made it. have. I created in my D and D game a god known as Ruin. Yes. And like, I'm like, oh my god. I'm also if wondering I am a long great. time ago.
0: If you somehow uh, were googling stuff and accidentally, <laughs> like, no. saw saucy about. The oh, oh yeah, maybe a long time ago. That's like, what I mean, when you were creating we a D and D campaign, that. I wonder if you yeah, got inspiration yeah. from anything that somehow. Oh,
3: I mean, ruin, ruin. <laughs> I looked up a bunch of god names. Uh, originally because I wanted to add a bunch of gods and Ruin was on there. Um, yeah, because so like, these oh, okay, books cool. have been
0: around since like the mid-2000s. That's what I
3: thought too. When I saw it was capitalized, I was like, is there an actual god in this world named Ruin? And now you say that with preservation also being a thing, uh, thing I didn't see that as a god name in the list that I remember. It might have been, it just might not have been, you know, something I picked. But uh, could also be a god would be really cool. Um, but it goes into a bigger ideal theory later but yeah I have the book now so I can I see the capitalizations
2: okay
3: uh, I still use I still use the audiobook but like yeah, I, just, I, skimmed, I, uh... I skimmed through it because you made a comment before about like some things are capitalized and sometimes that means something yeah that, that's so
0: like... why that's why I wanted I I do have mm-hmm. notes for myself to make sure to point out when things are yeah. capitalized, since you do listen to the audiobook. Yeah.
3: I mean, I might, I might miss it. Like, I miss preservation or whatever it was capitalized. Yeah, I he like says specifically that humans
0: it. are of ruin and Chondra mm-hmm. are of preservation.
3: hmm Which, there you go. God. Shit. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so my, my question for this were, before we get into that, is what did you think mm-hmm. of the Chondra religion in general? How they think that the humans are going to kill themselves off while using the Kolos?
3: i mean i honestly believe that so i don't know if it's going to be just using the coloss, but i definitely believe they're going to kill themselves Mm -hmm. out (laughs) yeah
0: you agree darkness yeah um and so yeah so and then my other question is what did you think of the whole humans are of ruin and conjure of art of preservation
3: Well, i mean like i've already made my statements but yeah ruin and preservation are gods i think
0: well, even then on that though, if you think they're gods, what do you, what do you think it means that humans are a ruin and conjure our preservation? I or think, do you think, well, it's if them? I remember
3: correctly from when I was looking up ruin as a specifically because I looked up that as a god way long way a long time ago, it was an evil, it was like a malevolent evil god. So, and I kept that in my D and D game. So, um, I think it's basically stating that humans are like the evil side. Um, and then that would make Chandra the right Chandra, right? Was yeah, a, Chandra. yeah, Chandra being like the better, more uh, like
1: pure and light side.
0: What about you, Darkness? What do you think about the whole ruin and preservation thing?
1: I feel, I feel like it's more on the fact that it falls on what the gods' like religion would be, like their beliefs, right? Because obviously humans, you know, they like legit destroy everything. And Kanja don't seem to they can't even kill or whatever. So and they they're recyclers, you know? Uh. (laughs) So Mm
0: -hmm.
1: it it makes sense. So you probably uh, think it's
0: less of like a true god thing, like mythic things and more of a like humans just like especially with their contracts humans are the ones that kill Condra are the ones that like take things and preserve like the bones they preserve yeah. forms of people and
1: it's not it's not less that i think that like it's like true gods because i'm pretty sure they're like true gods and i'm pretty sure that most of like the stuff that happened back then in the fucking um what's it called in the Before Hero of Ages, the like the first one, yeah. I feel like it was mainly just gods fighting their asses off, like against each other or whatever. Mm. But, um, including the deepness, but yeah.
0: Do you think the deepness is related to one of the gods then?
1: I think the deepness itself is, like, at least part of a god. Is the god? Or, uh, I guess, a, not technically physical, but like a manifestation of it.
0: Alright, is that all you guys have to say about that? Should we move on? Or is there anything uh-huh. else? Uh-huh. Alright, so uh, then Oresor also says. That uh, that conjure think of the kolos fondly as they are both slaves and outsiders he starts to say something else but asks if he can stop and Vin replies that everyone needs secrets so what else did you think Oriser was going to say about him and about the conjure and the kolos
1: oh in my head i was like okay so how do they pay for a conjure contract it's it's ATM, ATM, right
2: yeah
1: yeah so i was thinking like it's either a contract or ATM that they you know both you know Or, oh, and I was, uh, I I thought about this, like, last second, literally, while we were talking about stuff. I was thinking, what if, like, the way that Colossus produces the same way that, uh, uh, Kondra, uh, Preserve Bones and stuff like that.
0: Wait, so, like, they eat each other or something? Like, what do you mean?
1: They, like, recycle. (laughs) Because I remember that, uh, he killed that one, that Colossus killed that other Colossus, right? Yeah. And then he sent the other dudes to retrieve stuff, so...
0: Yeah, I think he said to, like, retrieve his his things, and then he was on, like, burial duty Mm -hmm. or something. Uh, Mythic, did you have anything else about conjure? About
3: conjure in general?
0: Conjure, what he he was going to say about the conjure Or the religion.
3: Oh, I mean, like, I do. uh, I mean, I'll just, alright, fuck it, I'm just going to do it. Alright, so, here's my big theory. I have it kind of written down, not fully written down, but kind of written down. All right, so I have been literally trying to figure out, thracking my brain to figure out how, first off, people can survive with fucking ash in the air, mm-hmm. okay? Yeah. And not suffocate and die. Why the plants aren't green anymore. And, like, a couple other things. Like, why we can't seem to find the uh, Well of Ascension on the map and all that stuff, right? hmm And I was thinking about, like, gods in general after I read Ruin. Uh, and I was thinking, like, what if... Reshek found the Well of Ascension and using its power was able to pretty much rewrite the planet itself in some way, shape, or form to like his image or his goal and his like um, basically becoming the new god. Um, And in some way, trapped Rowan to do this is what I was believing. But um, using the power, he did something by, like, I don't know, sinking the Well of Ascension into the ground or, you know, hiding it in some way, shape, or form, uh, creating some reason that, like, the ash is not going to kill everybody, um, like, making their human biology not as fucking, you know, stupid and, like, they can survive ash or something, or they breathe ash to live. That'd be really cool as fuck. Um, The Mist, I was thinking, like, um, because they state that it's now coming out in the day, um, and mist doesn't usually come out in the day because usually it, like, burns away and shit like that. So maybe, like, you know, like, it, you know, heats up and, then like, it dissipates. Um, so maybe, like, he did something, like, maybe he rewrote history to make the sun brighter or to make the planet hotter or something. Like, so in the nighttime when the sun isn't around it, it becomes, you know, back to normal and then the mist can kind of coagulate in. Um, and then the other thing I thought about was he can he seemed to have this control over kolos um so like what if he created the kolos in general like in this big power f- scheme he created the kolos and then also created the Chondra to kind of like balance out the kolos um like the opposite sides of them hence what their like connection with the kolos might be um maybe the kolos was like the mal- list, the malicious side of like certain people and then like you separated that out, and then you got the Chandra, mm-hmm. Um, and they get to become like the other parts. So, like you have the Coloss that destroy and do all this stuff, and then you have the Cola or the Chandra that create and you know basically preserve life. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, it also made me think because the, the other big string that I'm still holding on to is that the Inquisitors seem very different,
0: very we different. Haven't, we haven't seen Marginal anybody
3: Marginal. else. We haven't, and that's the other part that I was like, oh my god, if Mars shows up and he's like, you know, this big thing. I thought, I have, I have a theory on that he might be the real leader of the Coloss army. Mm. Um, that, like, because I feel like they have a connection, but I don't know. Um Like, maybe he's able to control the Coloss because of whatever the Lord Ruler might have done to him to create him as an Inquisitor. Um Or whatever. Um, or maybe he tapped into some different, different power, because, like, we're learning new powers about fucking Alamancy and, uh, hopefully, hopefully we learn some more shit about Ferrochemi but, like, from the same metals, it would be really cool. Um, but, like, it, I've been thinking so hard on this fucking
2: shit. <laughs> I like,
3: can tell. Oh my god, I have, like, fucking notes upon notes. Also, I found, <laughs> I found, uh, my ruined notes from way back what when.
2: did
0: you
3: Uh, Yeah, it was basically, I took Moander, um, because he's, like, the god of ruin, Mm. um, like, of rot, destruction, corruption, all that shit, Um, and I changed his name to Ruin, and there's a bunch of other shit that, like, I made where he separated from a different god, but, like, that's me creating shit. But yeah, so, like, I was just trying to remember why I even picked Ruin, like, why that was a thing, if I actually did do what you said, and I looked up and I found this without realizing it, but Mm -hmm. I don't think I did. But it's very similar. I mean, like, there's no mist involved in my thing, but... Yeah, um, I was just
0: wondering if you'd, like, seen, like, a list of,
3: like... Yeah, maybe it was in the list of names and whatever, and I just Like, maybe, like, a theory someone
0: had, or, like, just, like, Mm -hmm. a mention of something from, like, oh, here's (laughs) mentions of things from fantasy stuff.
3: Mm -hmm, Yeah, I mean, it's highly possible, because, like I said, I didn't even know anything about this book. Um, but yeah, like, I've been thinking so hard, and then, like, it started making me think of, like, wh- well, why would the plants be changed? Well, if he so the only thing with the plants is I'm pretty stuff.
0: sure the plants are because of the way the ash, uh, mixes with the atmosphere, so, like, it's always, like,
3: possible, yeah.
0: I'm pretty sure the plants have just adapted because the photosynthesis is different based on the fact that, like, it's mm-hmm. always cloudy and ashy in the atmosphere. That's the only thing that is, I think, easily yeah. explainable. Mm -hmm. by natural events i think everything else yeah yeah, is a bit weird how they can breathe ash and like where the ash mounts came from because apparently didn't rain ash beforehand and like all the other things but i think the plants oh yeah
3: you're right i didn't even think about that
0: yeah the ash mounts weren't around beforehand like they might have been normal mountains but they the ash was it wasn't a thing
3: what if instead? so still going on my theory what if instead he created the ash mounts to like uh to like stop the mist in some way like it I don't know how though. I don't know how that would work. Maybe when the ash is falling, it like dissipates the mist. No, cause... or no. Wait. If he made the sun, if he made the sun hotter, or something to that extent, to dissipate the mist in the day, <laughs> he would then need something to stop people from dying from heat. So maybe he created the ash mounts. Okay. So he created the ash mounts, and then when he created the ash mounts, he saw people suffocating. So he had to change their biology. Maybe. Oh no! Because like what the fuck. He'd have to use the Well of Ascension so many times if, I'm, if my theory is right. Like he'd have to be like, okay, I'm going back to the Well. I'm going back to the Well. I'm going back to the well, every time something's not going right, like that would be crazy. And I would, like, I mean, we can't find the Well of Ascension on the map, so no wonder the Well's. Well, the, well the Well's not going to yeah, be on the map depleted, because
0: yeah. uh, the like cartographers at the time, like at present don't time in the book, it. don't know where it is. Like yeah. the Lord Ruler wouldn't have put it on a map, so like the maps are based on actual the so world so the fact that it's not nervous, normal i'll,
1: I'll, I'll go an accurate map hold on
3: oh no <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> god he's gonna fuck up everything but, like, <laughs> so, so maybe we go down that right road maybe he depleted the well of ascension instead of it being like hidden maybe he just like siphoned all of the power out of it because he kept going back to it every time he had a problem he's like oh, i gotta use more power you know now he's right. like
0: oh shit i fucked it up again <laughs> yeah so,
3: he's the so I feel like, that means okay, so he found Ruin, or whatever, he took their power, he changed it so the sun would burn the fucking mist away early, saw that that did problems, made the ash mounts, realized the ash is killing people, <laughs> rewrote biology, and I guess, like you said, the plants would just kind of be because of the ash, so, I mean... Yeah, I, th- I think that. the
0: plants are just because of the difference in sunlight, yeah. because of all the, the ash-, ash in the sky.
1: The, the ash mounts were uh, created to hide the the body of the gods that he defeated. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, hey, Possible. Um, hmm. Yeah.
3: That's my theory. All Chandra right. and Koloth are, like, the opposites of each other. Like, one's destruction, one's creation. You yeah, know? maybe he created both of them, and then I think the Inquisitors could be, like, the, the way that is being, like, can, you can control them, you know, both of them, hopefully, because w- that would make more sense in my theory of, like, if they could control the Koloth, and the Koloth are like, the opposite version of Kondra, then maybe the Inquisitors themselves can actually control them in some way, shape, or form. Um, I still want to know why he's hiding all this shit, because it would be really cool to fucking learn his shit. Mm-hmm. I want to learn all about Condra's shit now. <laughs> Every time she says something, I'm like, please tell her, just please.
0: <laughs> I love the Kondra. The Kondra are great.
3: Oh, I, the other theory I had was that he was, because I, I, he was a fair chemist before, He went to the Well of Ascension and became a... Whatever the fuck.
0: Alamancer.
3: Allomancer, yeah. And became an Alamancer to basically, you know, be all-powerful. That was the other theory I had. But I had that theory a long time ago. Yeah.
1: I want to throw a colossus into the Well of Ascension.
3: (laughs) Oh my god. They'd be a god. (laughs) They gained all true knowledge. Omnipotence.
0: (laughs) Alright. So... Uh, We then skip to Ellen's point of view as he looks down into a well, which is kind of funny after all our Well of Ascension talk. (laughs)
2: Uh,
0: A healer tells Ellen that many in the area have fallen sick and have died, and some have even died in the area. They all drink from this well or one in the square next over. Ellen notes that he isn't king anymore, but he can't tell that to the healer who's looking for help. He tells the healer he'll work on it and he'll use uh, and to use one of the abandoned mansions nearby to put more of the sick in as they're getting full. Uh, Ellen and Ham discuss which of the armies could be behind it, but Ellen states that they can't know for sure. He tells Ham to set up guards by the wells and to have the healers keep a close eye out for other outbreaks. Uh, who do you think poisoned the well?
3: Fucking well, set. Well.
0: <sighs> to make them more more anxious and wanting to vote him in? Mm-hmm. This thing's going mm-hmm. more wrong?
3: I think it was either set or fucking straff, but... Well,
0: yeah, th- th- those are kind of the two options that Ham and Elin Yeah, had,
3: yeah, yeah. i I'm definitely sitting more on set because he can fucking get into the city somehow, so...
0: Well, Zane can also get into the sea, though. I think Ellen, I think, mentions that like he got abused. If Zane, either.
3: if Zane is poisoning the well, something's wrong with this boy. <laughs> but, I mean, there is something wrong with him, but like something. There's a lot wrong with Zane. Wrong. <laughs> there's, much, there's something much more wrong with him because like, go poison your dad, <laughs> Jesus.
0: <laughs> he doesn't poison his dad. Other people poison his they, dad for. I know,
1: but
3: he like, doesn't need to. Do you,
1: did we just like? not include the fact that this dude hears god and we just forgot about that for no part we haven't of the- forgotten
0: about that we, just have, we, we mostly no, only he got he that during he his point of view we only had like definitely a point hears point ruin. With him you think he hears ruin specifically
1: I definitely
3: think he hears ruin specifically I mean it's just it, honestly it's just the way that I'm hyping ruin up and the way I project <laughs> how ruin is it just makes more sense if he was talking to him kill them all kill 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 so you think like,
0: it, it's that instead of him just being crazy in general
3: Yes, I think he's being talked to by I'm a god support, who is trying to
1: manipulate shit. I'm just for mythic theory right here, bro, because like I'm trying to see this like mm-hmm. god battle happen bro. <laughs> <laughs> dude too. I really wanna see if I'm right and
3: god the they're both gods, like I would love to see like a big kaiju fucking battle of gods. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> that's why I was like, I wanna see this happen bro.
2: mm
3: mm-hmm. And then um, just, like... just standing there watching, like, God damn.
0: It's <laughs> like I can't even do shit with this.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm, they're gods. What am I gonna do?
0: <laughs> I wasn't expecting this bullshit. I defeated a fake god. I didn't think there'd be actual ones. <laughs>
3: yeah, right. Or hey, she finds the well. It's fucking completely dry, and she's like, oh, "Well, shit. I don't know what I'm gonna do now."
1: Because that was like my whole plan. <laughs> Imagine if like the heroes of each world of each book we like you know like read or whatever become champions of the given gods that give them the powers or whatever, right? I mean I or have and then, and then there'd be a big tournament kind of thing. Yeah. Okay, that's so like, that's I what think. I thought at the beginning. Yeah, I the <laughs> the that's what I thought at the beginning. But then I was like, what if it's like just like them having a tournament, but also the gods fighting for each other and then whoever wins gets to become the god, you know?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like after fading. But then <sighs> fuck But then I remember I remember what Midnight said about the fucking orb. Which orb? The
2: same.
1: The one that was talking to
3: Oh, oh, the little, the little glowing orbs that are with those people
1: in No, last- but like no, it was the dark one, the one that was talking yeah, to. Yeah, I don't know
3: yeah,
0: who yeah was uh, the yeah. the. I think they're called skays. They're like Dark lions. So,
1: like, what if it's like the, them gathering heroes in order to like fight them, which are like, oppose an opposing force like dark gods or whatever. But yeah, anyway, just an ultimate theory, I guess.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, darkness, you never answered. Who do you think poisoned the well?
1: It was obviously the mist, it's metal poisoning because of the uh, okay. of lead the poisoning or something. <laughs> yeah. Lead poisoning. Nah. Um, it's the conjure.
0: Oh, okay. Interesting. The conjure spy or iser?
1: The conjure spy. Okay. No, Oriser Ars- Ars- <laughs> doesn't have hands, he can't do it.
0: Uh, he has shoulder pockets.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. What's he gonna do? Launch them? Like <laughs> missile?
0: D- no, he just like leans over the well of it, opens up his shoulder pocket, just falls in.
1: I'll, I'll, so, <laughs> I would
3: have laughed if he so, fell into it. <laughs> so who's the who's the guy who's writing on this fucking metal slab thing? Kwan. What's his name again? Okay. Does Kwan have some relation to like Reshek or something? Like maybe he put Reshek in this fucking thing to be like, hey, I know this guy's not real. Maybe you should divert him from his path down this thing, and then you know, Reshek was just like, you know what? Fuck this. Wait, I'm gonna take power for myself. You know what, what I'm saying? Did like, they- play what some a plan
1: with resheck
3: yeah. yeah like i feel like the whole thing of him writing this thing is like at the end he's gonna be like so i planted Rashek and like you know
1: i kind of found out he killed him <laughs> like, wait no because it makes sense because i'm pretty sure at some point uh elendi was like oh resheck knows i'm a fraud or some shit and then like yeah like how else would he know you know another no
2: that you, i'm gonna go down now
1: you can't mm-hmm. keep making me think about this shit but you're welcome <laughs> no you're welcome.
3: i love it i, I like love to hear you guys think about like, this shit i like i think i think like thinking about it because he's like rambling constantly and i'm thinking to myself like okay what is his actual like presence in this story like not the story of like what we're looking with vin and all of them but like the story of back before with elendi Rashek and all of the whatever the fuck that people call yeah, yeah then um and like what is his role in all of this and he's like his constant thing so far has been I once knew I once thought Elendi was the hero of ages I no long, no longer think that so it would make sense if he was like, hey, I know this really cool I mean, not assassin but like I know this really cool uh person that could follow him and like basically give me information so that one day I can give that back to the world bringers and be like this is why I don't think he's the you know whatever you know and like like maybe he was a mole at some point you know
1: what I really really want to see. and then Reshek
3: just did his thing
1: you know later but <laughs> I want to see you know how uh, the inquisitors or whatever have that vision where they see like blue or whatever
0: mm-hmm.
1: well in my head they see blue I don't know what color I think, it, see, I think
0: but... it is blue lines they say
1: yeah Go from so them I want
0: like, to their chest to the metal
1: yeah i, I want i wanna see um i wanna see something written in that in, in the blue you know? lines yeah. yeah that they're only, they're the only ones that they can see it, you know how like that thing was written in metal hmm yeah, yeah i wanna see something like that written only in the lines
3: yeah. yeah, maybe it if why do I keep forgetting his name the what's oh, God. this goddamn name, the guy who became an inquisitor, Kelsey was marsh? brother or whatever yeah marsh um i wanna see like. 'Cause we haven't seen Marsh in a while. Uh maybe he saw something on that tablet that uh, they took. Yeah, instead. that's what I was
2: wondering too. Yeah, maybe. I
3: don't know. It would be it would be interesting. I mean, I have a theory about Fuck, what's his name? What's the terrorist's goddamn name? The not Say's the girl says yeah. I have a theory about says and Ellen later, like from a later Oh, my to they
2: get married? To the,
3: no. I think I think Ellen is... Go, when, I think the theory that you had before of, like, okay, maybe Ellen doesn't become king, and then, like, they go instead to look for the Well of Ascension, near the end of the book. Because um, we're getting there. But they go look for the Well of Ascension, and then, like, kind of like what Re, I, I believe Reshek would have done, where he would have taken the Well's power and then became an Alamancer, Maybe Ellen will do the same thing, and become an Alamancer himself. And then I was thinking what if says went with them? Uh, and then, like, the other thought I had was that, like, says Oh, no, what was it? There was a... Fuck it. There was a point. I don't remember what exactly it was in the epigraphs where I was like, why does that sound
1: so much like says What says would say. I'm, i don't I'm remember sorry. what the epigraph was. But if anything, if says went, he would be the one to get stabbed. <laughs> that would be funny.
2: Saez
1: would that. be the one what that'd
0: be like, say? that's a cool metal lake. I need to go investigate. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah right. Nah, he's the one getting stabbed. There's no fucking way. <laughs> I wrote-
3: I write all of these epigraphs down, so what was it? I have to figure it out.
0: Was it one of the ones where it was like, the lists of describing what the group of Ages was like? No, I thought he,
3: no, I thought it was like- he said something about himself, and how he- like how- what his thing is. Like, he's a-
0: Oh, what Quan's rule was?
3: Yeah, or
1: something,
0: like Quan he was, was like- I. the announcer.
1: I a,
3: was that what it was? I thought he said something about religion. He has a
1: special name for it, right? Yeah, he's the-
0: he's the announcer. Of
1: the is it called the announcer?
0: He's called the. He calls himself the announcer.
1: That's lame. I remember it sounding more cool. I'm
0: pretty sure <laughs> it was the announcer.
1: Oh no! Okay, I'm sorry. That is
3: actually 34. I think. Um, when they say that, by the way. Oh, you're
0: you're saying because you always get yeah. the audiobook the next thing.
3: Yeah, I get the next one. Um, but I swear to God, there was there was one of them. I, th- I don't think it was these chapters. I think it was the chapters before uh, that he was like. He he made a comment about like religion in general, like that they he he does he thinks of religion a lot or something like
2: that.
0: Well, he talks about how like his study was of nature, not religion, so that's why he was looked down upon the world bringers, and like he had to do a bunch of studying on the anticipation once he thought Alendi was the hero. Of yeah, was
1: I was gonna say? Did we talk about how the was it the other world bringers or whatever i forgot the the world bringers and the uh keepers are like separate groups, and they were inspired or whatever yeah
0: Yeah, i did uh i i did bring that up briefly uh that the yeah the keepers apparently were inspired by the world bringers uh
1: yeah so because i had a theory like a long time ago where i was like oh maybe they're just separate groups you know i thought they were like at the same time you know what I
0: mean? Yeah, no. That they, the keepers, are specifically were specifically born after the, after the ascension to like try and preserve, mm-hmm. their like, like everything about like, before yeah. Lord Ruler started destroying everything because they're like he's erasing all of history and all of this stuff and we need to preserve it for when he eventually falls.
3: Yeah, um, but I'm pretty sure um, I can't find it in all of these. But maybe I just fucking imagined it um but i have a theory that like because like i said before listening to the audiobook the way he speaks in the epigraph sounds so much like says and i was like well yeah what but if? i think
0: Say's does he's the one translating
3: it yeah reading yeah. it but like i was like what if wild theory what if Say's is actually much older than we think and he was actually like a world bringer at some point or he is kwan um and like because he, he makes because he, he has makes it since... come yeah, but he makes a comment uh, about how he starts to forget about the the history or whatever, and how it muddies it up in his uh, metal mines or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has to continuously, like, re-up it, basically, like, relearn the shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was thinking, well, what if he is actually older, he doesn't even realize it kind of idea, you know? And, like, maybe when they go to the Well of Ascension... It unlocks that part and he remembers who he is or something but like i mean like i said wild theory,
1: wild theory. <laughs> what can you store in your metals hmm?
0: in your in your copper mines the copper mines you can store is any Knowledge thoughts is it, right? Right. It's, yeah. it's technically thoughts you store like your memories and thoughts
1: mm-hmm. so can um, you just store all your memories and become another person like
0: <laughs> you could basically become an amnesia uh, yeah but like you have amnesia if you store all your mm-hmm. th- memories hmm. in there i guess
1: Interesting. Could be
3: possible. I mean, and then now he's relearning all of his past (laughs) by reading the books.
0: (laughs) Yeah, because basically what they're doing uh, by storing, like, basically why they're they're storing knowledge, but what they're really doing is storing their memories of the text being read to them. Uh, We go back to Vin's point of view as she and Orisar go to find Dachshund. Doxin is in Straff's old study, going through books. Vin waits for him to finish. And notes, hmm?
3: (coughs) The spy. (laughs)
0: <laughs> then with three to finish, and notes that Dachshund has changed the most. Without Kelsir, he has lost his humor and become boring. Once uh-huh. Dachshund has a moment, Vin goes over to him and guilts him into, into a conversation, asking about when they spoke of his childhood. She asks if he still thinks the same way as before, and he says no. he no longer thinks all the nobility need to be destroyed. He says he knows Ellen is a good man, but he always sees Kelsier over Ellen's shoulder, shaking his head. He said, "When Kelsier and he were younger, they had always hated the nobility for what they did to Daxson's love and Kelsier's mother. Everything was against the nobility." Uh, Do you think Kelsier would have accepted Ellen as king?
1: Uh, nope, not at all. Do you think that what Uh, uh, that Kelsier would accept Ellen? I think so. I mean, I think
3: he would have. He wouldn't have been as hostile, maybe to him, but like, I don't think he would have accepted him. Hmm. I think that's a little farther than he would have allowed. Because, I mean, at one point he did, like, go, oh, yeah, I like this guy a little bit, you know, but he didn't, like, straight up like him. He wasn't like, oh, this guy's awesome. <laughs> he was still noble. Um, so...
0: uh, Vin tells Dachshund that Kelsier saved Ellen in the end before he died, and Dachshund says he doesn't want to admit that Ellen bears no guilt because then it means that he is a monster for what he did to the nobility. Vin feels that uh, this has to be Dachshund, not a Chandra, and she eventually leaves him.
2: Uh, I she
3: talks to her fucking Chandra and realizes that that might not be true. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, so we skip to Vin and Orizor walking down the hallway, and Vin states that the Condra is not Dachshund. Orizor... Ori, sir, however, says Kondra are very good at interviewing people and their friends and others around them to get information, especially info on secrets and private conversations to pull them up at appropriate times. Also, interviewing.
2: Master-
0: well, no, this, this part is interviewing before, before they go after them. And then the masters will sometimes torture the people to get the information that they need uh, for, for secrets for the conjure to use if uh, they don't have enough. Uh, and Vin states that she hates, to, hates the distrust and plays with, uh, the earring from her mother, bronze that had once been coated in silver. She says that she hates, uh, that with each person she eliminates, it brings her closer to knowing which of her friends is dead, and that she doesn't want the conjure to be any of them. Uh, so do you think Dachshund still has a chance of being the spy?
1: Yes, I do. I think Doxin is a spy. At that point there, I figured he wasn't as soon as he fucking mentioned the actual conversation. I was like, oh, right. fuck it, whatever i don't 100 percent think it but i do think <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right uh so orisa then states that she is sincere and that he has known so many masters that he found it hard to believe humans could be trusting Finn then states that she'll believe dachshund for now and come back to him later if need be Finn then notices uh who she thinks is ham walking down below but that his walk isn't right it wasn't ellen or zane either She tells Orisir to get in her arms and jumps down with a... I love that he's getting in her arms. Once on the ground, she releases Orisir and begins following the man, who she eventually recognizes as Captain Demo. As she follows Demo, she thinks that Demo would be a good choice for the Chondra, as he's not an alamancer, and he's close enough to the crew, but not a decision maker. It also would mean one of her friends isn't dead. She notes that uh, whatever he had been doing, he's coming back from it as he's going back into the keep, and Ben believes that he is the spy. Do you think that Demo is the spy?
1: I do. That was, like, one of my first theories.
3: I mean, it was, it was a good theory, and I still kind of... I stand by it somewhat, but not enough to be like, yep, yeah, I believe him. He's the spy. I think it's just, uh, once again, a red herring. I 100% believe that he's a spy. <laughs> well, the spy. Well, the reason I don't think that, honestly, is because the way that uh, Ellen's father has some information, I don't feel like the information he's gathered is, like, being relayed to him enough, like, to this, to the guard captain. Well, to be fair, he also has uh, Zane. Yeah, but, like, Zane can't find out some of the stuff, you know, like, he's got a lot of information. <laughs> it's a little weird that, you know, if it was the guard captain, and I don't think, I don't know, Zane might be able to find it, but...
0: I mean, uh, Captain Mo was, uh, specifically in the meeting where, like, or, like, in this first, the first chapter we discussed today and stuff, like, he yeah, is in a lot was... of the crew meetings. That's, that's
2: a was very he, that's because, uh, yeah. um...
1: In herself says that he's in a lot of the meetings, so it would make oh. a perfect thing. Yeah, he was in person. the meeting where yeah, they,
0: they were discussing, uh, like, right after basically he got the letter that he was deposed, and they were all meeting, and Tin was like, why did you write into the law that you could be deposed? And, like, it specifically mentions that Captain Demo is in the room with the rest of the crew. So, like, he does get invited to these specific meetings yeah. sometimes. We, we yeah, don't maybe. know how much. Like, I, I haven't noted every single time he's been in room like i don't remember mm. but it is noted he was that. in the
3: room when it happened room when it happened i didn't i don't remember that so maybe okay
0: um like I, said, I wasn't
3: i not fully up on dachshund being the spy i just think that would be a great it's definitely possible he's him and Demo
0: i think are the two hardest to disprove because of the fact mm-hmm. that they aren't Alamancers.
3: well i mean that we know of we don't know demoe is not an Alamancer. <laughs>
0: i mean as far as we're aware Demo is not an
3: and then all of a sudden he's gonna fucking steel push somebody.
0: <laughs> uh, oh wait no.
3: He's the <laughs> Alamancer Oh Doch's an Alamancer, but he's an Alamancer of ATM. I'm not, I'm just not, no, uh, no. I mean if I mean if he's a Contra, but like he's an Alamancer of ATM. Because like, what would that be, you know? That would be really cool. Just another out there theory. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. Uh so that was the end of that chapter. So I have a couple overview questions. My first is what do you think is going to happen when Ellen and Seth meet up? Uh
3: Seth's going to try to kill him.
0: <laughs>
3: no, I'm I'm not, I'm not even joking. I, I honestly think he's going to kind of do like his father but like actually try to kill him.
0: Damn.
3: And then I think Vin is Vin or Zane is going to fight them and maybe kill Set. Even though I want Seth
1: to be a care. good yeah
3: hmm Yeah, I, even though I want Seth to be king and I feel like honestly, he'd be a terrible king for the ska, but like he's kinda oh. what they need at this he's kinda what they need at this moment. I feel like Ellen could rise to be the king that he needs to be. Especially if he goes to the Well of Ascension against Alamancy. If this Well of Ascension is the center of Alamancy, which one's the center of Farrakem? I feel like Ferrakemi is like okay, I feel like the way I if if I was to make this book or like this book Ferrochemi would have come first and like been a thing that was like maybe like the Worldbringers were able to do and just kept it very hushed, hushed. Um and then because
1: well, we know Rishak, no, it was it was, because Rishak
3: was, yes, because Reshek was a Pharaoh chemist he already knew about it, and so when he went to the Well of Ascension, maybe he made Alamancy. I think all the... I think it's not
0: that all of the Pac Men that were with all the terrorist <laughs> Pac Men with uh Alendi going up to the well were uh ferrochemists because he knows that they aren't affected as much by the cold as he is mm-hmm. uh, and one yeah, of the things so they, they and like uh they're also like super strong they can like move boulders out of the way of the path and stuff like that so i think uh quite a few terras super strong were fair yeah chemists but, back then
3: yeah that's what i'm saying so like ferrochemy obviously came first and then maybe the lord ruler rashek whatever uh when he went to the well of ascension in my theory Went to the Willow's engine. He created Allomancy, but based off the fact that of ferrokemi, but like doing a different way, like you know manipulating it. It would also make sense of why he's so good at it too. But he seems super strong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is that a laugh, darkness,
1: or a sneeze? That was a laugh.
0: Wow. So what? Do, what do you think, uh, darkness? What do you think is going to happen when Ellen and Set meet up?
1: I think they're going to have an affair. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> No, um, I think he's just gonna try and bribe him and shit, right? or threaten him, enough to, like, you know, make him try and, you know, question everything. But it's most likely that it's gonna happen the way Mythic was explaining that. Why? Why do- Why are my theories the ones that you're going for? To- because <laughs> <laughs> they're good!
3: <laughs> I literally just fucking no brain these things, why not that work? a like and then crazy. i have to type them in i have to type them in my phone and be like i can't forget this
2: <laughs> and like uh, it's just like
3: haphazard notes that like i'm like okay i have to piece this together now when i'm now in the podcast so that like i know what the fuck i'm talking about or can look kind of like i do uh
0: anyway so my other question was do you think we'll get a confrontation against demo next episode since finn is so convinced he's the uh spy oh
1: yeah for sure well, that
3: was
2: literally I don't, know, I don't know about
1: next chapter or, i
3: mean right, sorry I next, episode.
0: next episode not next chapter
3: uh, I don't know about I, I mean I don't even know about next episode but just in general yes I think they'll they'll have a
1: conversation I, I think
3: they're
2: navigate, gonna battle so. to the mm, uh, Definitely.
0: Yeah. wait what even happens
1: hold on what even happens if a country gets caught like
0: I mean they how can't they hurt die? anyone they can't kill anyone
1: yeah that's what I'm saying like they can't like I mean they also can't yeah. seem to
3: die
0: I mean, if they're kind of so, cut out, I think they'd probably just run off.
3: Yep, take a couple of knives to the back, you know, and just an axe thrown at them, you know, plunge a, a,
1: an axe in I
2: their want, back, you know.
1: I want Ben to have like a Magneto-like moment <laughs> where she so, just okay. gathers all the metal. I everywhere. mean, you know, Kelsey kind of
3: already did that. But okay. <laughs> yeah, but I want her to be cooler. You know. Like. Well, oh, you want to be cooler? I uh, gotcha. Right. You know uh, you know midnight, I'm kinda of surprised we're not coughing with all this ash that's falling on top of us.
0: I know, right. Uh but yeah, so that was that was my final question. Uh do you have any other thoughts or theories or is that it? We kinda of talked a oh, about it. I mean,
3: I got plenty of theories, but we can't sit here all day.
0: Alright. <laughs> Anything else, Darkness?
1: No. I think okay.
3: I'm good. Come on, Darkness, you gotta come up with some like out out of pocket theories for me next 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 uh episode.
0: Uh, thank you, guys, all so much for listening. We really appreciate
2: it. Uh, and yeah, Darkness is gonna have a book report next time. Bye. Yeah, bye. bye. bye.